You got the drop? Yes. Let's get it. <laughs> Can't say anything. I don't know if I can talk yeah. to the beginning. <laughs> Straight. Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 149. Turn up, happy Friday. Uh, I hate that I'm wearing this hat. I hate it. I love the shirt that I have on. If y'all can see me, I love this shirt. Do you see this shirt? I've had this shirt mm -hmm. for a long time. Uh, yeah, dress like, you dress like caution. <laughs> you dress like... <laughs> Taraji looks really nice today. I was going to compliment him before saying anything. Like we He got see. a nice shirt on. He got the haircut. You look like, you know... You look like if somebody said, come to work dressed as traffic. You look like. <laughs> you, look like <laughs> you look like some shit that's I'm not having a good visual day. You dress like a lane departure warning. You, you dress like, oh shit, this lane closing. Let me put the blinker. What you dress like? <laughs> this nigga dressed, dressed like a frosted mini wheat like shit, boy. The fuck do you look like? This nigga dressed like a. And I got some and didn't eat none this morning. You got this some nigga dressed like a toaster strudel like shit. You dress like a pop. You look like a pop tart without defrosting like shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Weird ass. What the fuck? This nigga's pastry dress. This nigga's dressed like a cheese Danish. Fuck out of here, boy. Yeah, what you, you dress this like? This is a, a nice outfit though. You got on a Phil Lil Rugrats grown up fit. <laughs> I can't wait for y'all to see this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yo, funny as shit. Happy Friday. Um Another mm. week. Uh, yeah, we we are me recently. I can't get him back. We approaching May. Look, I can't cook him back. So <laughs> look, I'm about to get violent. About to fuck him up. <laughs> we uh, look, y'all. We approaching May, and we starting to get to that halfway point in the year, or well, almost to the halfway point. June, mm -hmm. I guess, being the halfway. But this is, you know, what I'll ask you. And we didn't even put this up there, but tourist season. Tourist season. Hey, look. Hey, look. Stand it's tall. That, hey, look. It's a the special ones that one. Stand tall. It's a very special one. Hey, look, they say we hard to deal with, but that's because we just so much. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, you get too much in the package. You just return it and get the easy pack. You feel me? You, feel like you <laughs> fucked up and got intermediate. You know, you fucked up and got expert level. You need uh -huh. a beginner. Here you go. Take a Pisces. Here you go. Take a... Hey. Here you go. Take Pisces, a Pisces Capricorn. Dope. You see how you had to throw shade at motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? Look, all the Pisces are oh, <laughs> Look, because this is what everybody say. We just misunderstood. Yeah. Everybody misunderstood. Except for you meddling Gemini. Mm. Two-faced motherfuckers. Um, you just got to be willing to stand in the rain. Go ahead. Look, Jalen Hurts ass nigga. If you're if standing in the rain, then you know Did you, you see got an umbrella on and then you, you got... Fuck this nigga! <laughs> he just Heineke got, got more swag than him. <laughs> <laughs> now you're lying. Heineke got new Jordans. <laughs> he got more swag. <laughs> Y'all was sick. I ain't gonna lie. He about to give y'all hell for the I next. fuck with that nigga, but I don't like him because the team he on. Look, the mm. nigga be saying smooth shit and I be watching like this. Look, I'm a Uncle Ruckus ass nigga when it comes to Jalen Hurts. He's a great nigga. I just don't like him just because of who he is and who he plays Because he played for the Eagles. I told y'all Jalen Hurts be saying this. He be saying shit. Damn, I caught that eyelash right before. I know that I be hating on that nigga. That's Look, I, caught, I, I told y'all Jalen Hurts be saying shit that. He don't really be saying shit. He just be saying words, and then people be like, but. 
What he say? Look, money means nothing. I like championships. Nigga, you the highest paid play, you the highest paid player in the league. You literally took the highest available money contract you could take. So money Jalen, money means something. Money means something. You're a good yeah. nigga. A good they said he looked they said he looked like Shamar Moore Jr. Or what they saying Shamar looked like Jalen Hurts Sr. I forget. <laughs> the bad things he say shit that makes sense, but it ain't that deep. But because he said it, you just think. This nigga spitting. He'll say shit like, why am I standing in the rain without a raincoat or an umbrella? That's just not smart. You'll be like, damn. Nigga got a point. But he's really not saying anything. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. I'm happy for the nigga, though. If he was my quarterback, I would would fuck with everything that he's doing. So that's why I just know I'm a hating-ass nigga. Mm Mm-hmm. The nigga be talking, I'm like, niggas. I like, but you know, I like him. I can't wait to see what they do this year because let me tell you, that team gonna look different. There's nothing worse than when you. Y'all gonna look very different, Eagles. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm just gonna shut up. What? (laughs) I was gonna say, as a nigga, we know, you know, when you hating on another brother that's doing well for himself. It doesn't even matter. A dude could come to your job. You working at Domino's? This nigga come in and say, yeah, we got too large. He got a bad joint behind him. This nigga's clean. He got the shoes you was just looking at last night, and you'll be like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, instead of you giving him flowers, you like, fuck this nigga. And the way he asked for his pizza, he got me fucked up like I won't clutch him in front of his bitch. He thinks he's better than us? $16.99. Calm down, nigga. Look, I've been there, though, where you like... Look, I'm hating on this nigga Jalen Hurts. All the girls be posting him. Jalen Hurts, fine. He Jalen Hurts is 90s men, fine. Uh-huh. I find myself like, look, really? <laughs> is he? And I'm like, Terrence, just you're hating on the nigga. Sometimes this don't have nothing to do with football, but I'm I find myself nah, like, but if he is was, he really 90s fine, Terrence, ladies? That's the thing. If he was a Washington <laughs> Commander and was never an Eagle, you would never have none of that hate. Mm-hmm. That I would hate be, is all rude. I'd be forward. I guess he is 90s fine ladies. <laughs> That's how we commanders play his role. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's uh, the first one we getting into, Terrell? Oh, I want to tell you this joke that I heard on TikTok. Okay. What is a DJ's... And I, shout out to the kid that said this joke to the teacher. I don't know if y'all seen it. What is a DJ's favorite pizza sauce? It's going to have something to do with the every... Never, never. <laughs> The kid said that shit's so perfect. All right, bet. Let's get to it. Um, damn. What we doing? I'm, I'm in a goofy get ass mood. To it. Y'all, I don't know if y'all know, but Terrence keep it so hot. You got the air on. At his crib. Huh? We got the air on. Yeah, but like, I mean, I shouldn't have wore uh, this shirt. I feel like, uh, you know how, this fit, this is, to me, this was my LL Cool J into the real, God fit. It ain't that hot, bro. Is your bony ass in a t-shirt? But um, this past weekend, bony. We- I know he ain't talking to me. <laughs> Look, you just should have just kept talking. I'd have just kept sitting. <laughs> as soon as this my go, I don't know who's bony, but uh, go ahead, Terrell. Hey, look. Uh, this. Week- oh, that's the first thing we talking about. The tank fight. Yeah. This weekend, it was fight weekend. It was a dope weekend. Number mm-hmm. one, spend it with family, watch the fight. Me and Terrence have been talking about this Ryan Garcia. Um, tank fight for year, uh, like a, over a year, and then when it got announced, it was like, damn, and came quick. It came, came quick, yeah, because you know what? It seemed like he just fought Roly in like January. He has Did fought. He he's fought twice this year. He fought the, the balls light skin nigga. In, no, right, right. right. He, he fought a Dominican dude in January. In January, he fought Roly in like what September? Last, yeah, last year. Bro, he been rolling. You can't. You gotta put respect on him. Nah, he is. 
He definitely the face of boxing, if you ask me. I would say. I would say so. Everybody, everybody tuning into his next fight. I only, I, lo- I like Javante Davis. I just wanted him to lose. Cause I didn't want him to lose because you talk so much shit. And honestly, I told Terrell, it didn't feel good watching Tank beat Ryan Garcia because low-key, I feel like we knew. Sorry. <laughs> this I told Terrell, the vlog footage is amazing. The, the vlog footage is immaculate. For the people that's listening to this, you will be happy to know that you will be getting my vlog. Aren't y'all tired of this nigga? Maybe. Aren't y'all tired of him? I'm going to stop saying N-word. I'm going to stop saying N-word. Because I'm not going to. I, I feel like I was trying to do too much to it, y'all. But I'm just going to make it simple and just kind of go and keep, keep the ball rolling. But the vlog that's going to come out afterwards is going to have the, the tank footage. Mm-hmm. And that footage was so great, dog. It, I literally have the entire, me and Terrell's entire reaction to the fight. This, Ryan Garcia throwing all them punches. I told her, I said, we see this all the time. We not nervous. Just know they call him Tank Davis for a reason. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that was dope, man. It was cool. We, uh, I went to bed like 4 a.m. that night. I didn't realize how late it was. And the fight was early that night. And you know what the bad thing is? Well, if I'm out, I don't know if this is anybody else. But if I'm at the crib and it hit one and I've been at the crib, I'll be like, whew, I need to start, you know, going to bed. getting. Let me go ahead and go to bed yeah. type shit. If I'm out and get home at one, I'll be like, I'm going to sit down and get something to eat real quick. Maybe I'll do this. Hold on, I'm going to get in the shower. Then look. Yeah. Now let's eat something. By the time I get to bed and look at some shit on the TL or watch a couple videos or whatever, yeah. it's 3 a.m. Was it the Tank Davis fight that kept you up all night? Nah, but you see, we was out watching the fight. I get home that night, and what I do? Got shit to do. I was looking at uh, the TL. I was talking shit to the Lakers fans um, on the TL, right? Mm-hmm. I had been doing that all night, so I'm just looking at shit. I said, you know what? Let me finally get in the shower. I get in the shower, get out. Then I said, I'm going to make me a pe- peanut butter and jelly. Troy, what the fuck are we talking about? I'm just talking about how time get away from me, bro. This nigga Terrence got all his clocks changed. Ah, ass nigga. Let me give y'all a pro tip. I'm gonna help this nigga out because obviously he need help. Tank Davis fight was at 12 o'clock. And I got home and was up. Let me help y'all. <clears throat> when I was in Seattle, uh, there's a time difference. So there's literally three hours. Uh, they're three hours behind us on the East Coast. So when it's 8 o'clock over here, it's only 5 o'clock there. Elementary um, shit. Yeah, and when you're talking to somebody that's three hours behind you, I think the easiest thing to do is to just kind of get on they schedule. But, of course, you have to be careful because mm-hmm. you'll fuck your whole schedule up if you put yourself on a West Coast Because you're putting yourself three hours behind. I'm putting myself Everybody three hours behind my side, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, this is just a pro tip for anybody that might be dealing with a long-distance situation or you want to get your time management together. All of my clocks in here are set West Coast time. So right now, we're recording this podcast. It's 3.53. My clocks say 12.52. Oh, I'm sorry, 12.53. This clock say 12.53. And the reason why that helps me is because when I was in Seattle, it would be 12 o'clock, but I still knew it was 3 o'clock on the East Coast. I'd be like, all right, I'm about to go here and do this, do this. But I know I got to hit my mother. I got to hit these people before mm-hmm. that day ends over there but i got three hours extra over here so for me when i'm going through my day here even though the sun go go down east coast time and i'm still knowing that the game come on east coast time i'm still recognizing that it, like on the west coast they got more daylight so it make me feel better about the day in the time you have left especially yeah. that's good for people that stay up too and if you get up at fucking that's like for my people who uh-huh. want to you want to start getting up at 6 a.m right Try getting up at 6 a.m. 
every day West Coast time, which is really only 9 a.m. You know, but I set my clocks West Coast time. That way, when I wake up, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm at least waking up at 6 a.m. with them. That way, my goal, if I if I do want to wake up at the East Coast time, like if I want to wake up 6 a.m. over here, I know my clock going to say 3. Mm-hmm. Mentally, I feel the buzz of, I'm getting up at 3 a.m. That's just like, look, is it going to stay like this forever? No, it's He's just some crazy. shit that you need to say on, 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 on top of shit. Mm-hmm. But that's good. You got on an outfit. I'm sorry. You know who Terrell is dressed like? Terrell is dressed like Calvin from Barbershop. You got a Calvin, a Calvin ass fit, does he not? You look like that. Yeah, that's my cousin right there. That's my cousin. You know, he was next. Hey, man, he was next. You next. You look like Ice Cube from Barbershop. Like, shit, this is a collection. You look like Ice Cube from Barbershop Dad. 3. Back in, what was that Barbershop 3 joint? Back in business. Back in business. Oh, man, they got a basketball court. Like, you, like you, a- you, yeah, you built like the nappy cuts on a boy. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga look like he work at Navi Cuts. Nah, you look like, like they got fish in the flow. That's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> the most gullible nigga. Hey, nigga, I'm getting my head cut there. All right, yeah. All right, yeah. look. Um, I'm going to ask you about this, right? TL, TL bubbling. Men don't pick women up for ice, ice cream, cream dates no more. And all of the men were saying, nah, because y'all will call us broke. Right? Or nah, because... That's that y'all don't like to do that. Y'all need to go here. Y'all need to go there, and it's broke if we do that, right? And I was like, I wonder what T think about that because as somebody who has taken somebody on an ice cream date before, yeah, within the last four years, you know what I'm saying? I would never, I wouldn't probably do an ice cream date alone, yeah. But I do see both sides of it, fellas. I think you can get the ice cream date off, but I do understand the frustration. When all you see online all day is, I don't want to do this and that. You know what, T? This might actually go into the other joint, too. But I was going to ask you. Do I get to say anything about it? I was about to say, I wanted to ask you what you thought. You jailbird? (laughs) You just said that brings me to my next thing. I'm like, hold up. No, I said they're probably going to the next joint. Okay, if y'all are wondering why we're looking here, we have like a little board to have our topics on. For there, for that could help us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I do think we don't live in a time period anymore where it's like what we grew up seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people have requests and expectations that are based around a life that we don't even exist in. It's almost like birds. It's almost like pigeons watching oh, the lives of like swans or like. Some of a bird, and they think, I'm supposed to be able to fly and just pick up a fish. Like, yo, you're not, you're not that, you're not, that's not you. Like, that's not the life that we live. Like, an ice cream date is. Such a random thing. Go ahead. It's easy for me to think because you got wings and I got wings, I'm supposed to be able to fly just like this. Like, I'm supposed to be able to fly just like you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. Damn it, what is that? This nigga shedding. Go ahead. Nigga, Dusty, he dropping stuff off of him. He's a mammal. Go ahead. <laughs> but it's easy for me to look at your wings and think that I'm supposed to be able to fly like you. And the reason why I say that is because an ice cream date to me sound like some shit that used to be dope back in the day. Because I would come and we would, I could come to your crib, meet your mom, take your hand, and we walk to the ice cream place. Uh-huh. If it's like that, okay. But 
I think when girls talk about men not going out for ice cream anymore, I think they're really just talking about, like, I don't think that they're talking about guys they don't know, y'all. I think you can take, you definitely can, ice cream dates are definitely a thing, but, like, that's a date that you take your girl out for ice cream. You pick your girl up and you say, yo, I'm going to take you for some ice cream. Y'all already together. Not that's, the, that's what they're saying that's not happening. It's not a, we don't even know each other, and I'm going to ask you out to get ice cream. No, fellas, this is the play. You're supposed to take a girl out and then get ice cream or some shit. Mm-hmm. I did. When I, maybe. Yeah. When I was on my player shit, I, we went to the movies, but yeah. we got ice cream first and we sat on a bench outside. We went to the Cold Stone joint. Yeah. Sat on a bench outside, ate the ice cream, then went to the movies. Mm-hmm. And we I probably got popcorn or something back then. That's back in my peasant days. But I've been on some. We've been on that's some. back in the, when I used to get right, what y'all get. What are you talking about? At the movies. Oh, nah, this nigga's getting the ice cream sundae halfway through the film. This nigga's licking his wrist. <laughs> Damn, it's coming off his spoon. He's hitting his <laughs> wrist because he's eating a fucking ice cream sundae while watching a movie. <laughs> this nigga can't even see shit. <laughs> you in that joint moving your, your plates and you can't even see. I don't know how you do that. Hey, look, this is what they I was saying. put say. enough butter on this. How you even see? <laughs> how he see? I do not get that much, Terrence. <laughs> he going down the steps with his plate because they got his order wrong. He got <laughs> <laughs> Mid movie, he going down the steps with his plate. They forgot to put my green beans. <laughs> green beans? <laughs> this nigga some Yo, green beans. This is what I'll say. Let me say this about the ice cream date. Um, <laughs> when it comes to ice cream dates, well, I'm in a silly ass mood. I don't know why. But, uh,. <laughs> When it comes to the ice cream date, fellas, and, and this whole discourse on the TL, it just kind of goes back. Because I understand the guys that are saying, yo, this is what, if you, because to be honest, if a man was to tweet, you know, I'm trying to take somebody on an ice cream date or women don't want to go on ice cream dates no more, that would be looked at as something that a lot of people would call broke. It's only because the girl tweeted it that it's not being looked at as a broke thing. But that is definitely something that they deal with. But this only exists in this, Social media world, you yeah. the ice cream date is completely fine. They only gonna call you broke on the TL, where these people are not really dating. They're just here, all pissed off at the same time. It's a melting pot of people pissed off about it. And that tweet also, Terrell, could be, and that's why I bring up the Swans. You could literally be looking at Swans because that girl could be talking about. Men who are in relationship situations. So, but like is she, so saying, she's talking about the swans or the pigeons. I'm saying you a pigeon looking at the swans talking and thinking, what pigeon can't buy ice cream? But that's the thing, nobody's saying that. She said men don't do ice cream dates anymore, and you got a lot of single men who are like, y'all don't fuck with ice cream. Y'all gonna call us broke if we take y'all for ice cream. But I don't think that when she tweeted that, she was tweeting to single men who are dating women. I think she was talking about the men who are already with nah, somebody. Terrence. But you see, she didn't add that context. Hey, look, I'm just giving you my perspective. You adding context that was not there. She this, said men but or niggas see, or something. This is what we all do. Instead of, you know how they say if the shoe fit? We don't do that these days. Now we fucking, we squeezing our foot in it. Yep, it fits. Bitch, you got me fucked up. That's what Whoa, every, hold up. That's what everybody, nobody... And does that anymore. And Nobody stays quiet anymore. And that's why I said, yo, she could have just simply been saying, yo, I'm, I've been talking to this dude for three months, and this nigga won't even take me out for ice cream. These, you got a lot of niggas who don't even know chicks yet, 
talking about how they can't get off an ice cream date. And that's why I was going to say this. You've seen it where these niggas will jump. And I've talked about this on the podcast. See how you turn it into a man thing. I'm not. I'm just, we got to speak openly. Like, open it up then. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm going to say is, one thing that I've seen my fellow brothers brothers out here make the mistake and do is we jump from square one to ten. I know you've seen these little hinge joints that they post with Brubby, like, why don't you come over and we chill and cuddle? Nigga, you don't even know her yet. Nah, yeah, that's so a, you I'm can't thinking do in that. this in this in this sense with ice cream dates. You can't just really you're not gonna meet a girl and ask her on an ice cream date. You catching yourself up. Because let me ask you I wouldn't, I wouldn't meet a girl and ask her out for ice cream off the first date or off the f- first couple dates. That would just be something I would do if I knew her is all I'm saying, y'all. But to these, to, to, the, to the response that I think the guys would tell you is, if, you was the re- if this same chick that said men don't do ice cream dates no more, yeah. if a man hit you up and want to take you for ice cream, she probably going to fuck with it. You probably going to say no. Nah, she probably or gonna- y'all, that would be looked at universally. Yeah. Not universally, but... In the larger conversation, yeah, they've been seeing that that has been determined as something broke niggas do. I mean, Shorty didn't even want that. Well, that was a completely different, but the horse and carriage situation. The horse and carriage situation. You gotta know the girl that you fucking with. Nah, okay, let me let, let me let me just say this, ladies. If y'all listening, listen to this, fellas. This is the situation. Dude took his girl out on the way home. Instead of getting in the car. He had a horse out there with the carriage on the back with a dude up there to drive the horse, right? The dude with the whips. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I don't even know if they were going to the date or if they were leaving from the date. All I know is he had that. The girl basically got on the TL the and said The girl basically was corny. said it was corny. I ain't with that. Take me home type shit. Mm-hmm. So you see, then we can't so let. Look, you deal with a situation like that. And then you circle back to a simple tweet yeah. about ice cream. A lot of people get triggered in different ways, but it only exists on the TL. Is what that was my overall point. The shit what? only exists on yeah. Twitter. What if they're swans though? Oh my God, Terrence, fuck them swans. Yeah, fuck them. So look, you paying attention? You talking about? You see, he bought her the horse and carriage, and she didn't even fuck with that. So what the fuck do I look like? But look, your girl would probably fuck with it because she ain't a swan. She's a pigeon. Y'all don't even got to be pigeons. Hold on, wait. Y'all could be. So the pigeon is the one that shouldn't fuck with it, not the swans. Swans it's are way better It's not about birds. levels in this conversation. Pigeons and swans make it look like levels. I'm just saying, that ain't you, bro. Like, you're not. Like, you could have. You could be that. You know? The only reason why I use pigeons and swans is because they both have wings. It's easy for me to say, you know what? I should be able to do everything that motherfucker has based on the fact that I have a wing and he has a wing. Once you start looking at your life that way, you'll be surprised how many motherfuckers line they shit up and say, all right, my shit's supposed to be going this way because. Like, this girl, the way that this girl talking about how dudes don't take dudes on dates, uh, dudes don't take girls on ice cream dates, mm-hmm. is to me, it's the same way that girls could be like, wow, niggas don't get horse and carriage, niggas don't like that. Like, nah, yeah. You could already, you could, we could always point to how we, when we try that, this goes wrong. And that's why I said, damn, we just be pointing at a bunch of situations that don't mm-hmm. even be us. Like, 
You would take your girl on an ice cream date, right? Just 100%. Everything aside, you still believe in ice cream dates, right? 100%. Like, you would do it. Yeah. So, to me, I think that lets you know, like, yo, of course do you still believe in ice cream date, cream dates. Motherfuckers nah, yeah, get on there. People, were, that's, people just being triggered by the, all the other bullshit. That's my thing, yes. And that's why they, but y'all don't, I'm telling you. It's just, a, it's that, and, and the only reason why I brought this whole shit up is to say that the social media discourse back and forth between men and women about what we're all looking for. I'm not even going to lie. I was, I was scrolling through my Instagram reels and I was like, damn, it's so much of this. Yeah. These relationships. Relationship topic podcast, though, because we not that. Like, we, we pretty much have fun for the most part. We not on here saying, me and you, two women that we brought on to say, why are women the way that they are? What are the statistics behind? We not doing that. Yeah. But those type of podcasts are becoming like sports podcasts. Where, yeah. There's a bunch of sports podcasts, which everybody has a different opinion. Even Cameron and Mace got a sports podcast. That's, that to me is crazy, a sports show. Cameron and Mace. I think they show is dope, though, because they could be doing anything else that other rappers are doing, but they don't have to be talking about sports. But, again, everybody I look got, at that a different way, but whatever. What? Man, you niggas are, are hip-hop music le- legends. To me, y'all niggas on, 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 doing a show like Skip and Shannon just looks like, damn, what the world come to? But, but it's you not, know? would you rather them? You know how I feel about rappers and musicians becoming Oprah's and analysts. It's like y'all are y'all are the next level artists and y'all doing shit like this. Well, you know, I think really? All right. Nah, yeah, you because it, definitely, it steps on the platforms of other people that are like are I told you, we're watching Shannon Sharp interview Steve Harvey. Really? Do we really give a, a fuck? It was a great interview. But look, the Steve Harvey Earn Your Leisure interview was great. The Steve Harvey Breakfast Club interview was great. He dropped the same gems. Man, you gotta, you gotta focus. Man, you gotta. It's the same shit. These niggas is just Oprah. Oh, yeah. Me and Terrell next week, we're gonna have Steve Harvey on this show. And he's gonna be on this show saying the same shit. Cause you know what we're gonna get on here and do, right? But everybody does. So, Steve, you know what motivates you to make money? What motivates you to keep going? I don't even give a fuck. <laughs> Because we not heard it before. <laughs> Can I listen to this nigga say it just on our platform? For our, look, you know, we know you heard this before, but for our listeners, you mean the same niggas <laughs> who have showed up for all of Steve Harvey's shit. I watched, and I, I went through this when I, when I was watching, when Nipsey Hussle passed away, I watched every single interview that nigga did. And I watched interviewers be so lazy and say, yeah, so you know, you sold a, yo, what did they say? You sold a mixtape for $100? Nigga, I did that shit all the way back to down Lem. We've watched some of these interviewers ask the same questions over and over again. That's a fact. That is true. And I understand because it could be construed as hate or oh, this nigga's hating. But you got a point because a lot of people are doing the same thing. And to me, my issue with celebrities getting into certain spaces is that it's people that do podcasting or, have, or, or try to jump in certain lanes that don't have a prior fame. And they get kind of washed away under the, the weight of celebrities getting into it. Yeah. You know, I know some good guys. I know a bunch. You know, I know a bunch of good guys that do sports podcasts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, y'all let us know what y'all think about the uh, that situation. And honestly, it really just comes down to the same toxic shit that we see in the scroll. Same shit. This past week, there was a YouTuber who did this video that he, I guess, he was trying to go viral with, where he went up to this homeless dude and asked him if he wanted food, and then he bought the food out to the homeless dude and just ate it in front of him. It was just fucked up. It just 
Mm-hmm. It, it's literally what it sounds like. You go out there, you ask somebody who's homeless if they want food. They tell you, yeah, I think I want this and that. Then you bring it out and what did he tell them? He said something like. He just ate it in front of him and was like, this is good. Thank mm, you. This is good or whatever. And it was, and uh-huh. everybody started shitting, shitting on him. I told Terrell, he went viral for the wrong reason. Like he went viral the wrong way mm-hmm. where everybody was shitting on him. He came out, the dude's name is Trey Sellers. He came out and was like, yeah, it's a fake video. It was fake. The dude who was in it, it was, it was all fake. So I'm not going to apologize for a fake video. And I'm not going to apologize for something that was fake just because y'all are mad about it. That brings my question to you, Try. I'll let you answer it first. Should people apologize for offensive content even when it's created fake or when, even when it's created with all intentions to be a joke? Do you think people should still apologize, i.e., this brother right here who did what he did? I, I don't believe you. I have to believe you first. You know what I'm saying? You don't believe it was you a don't, fake. You could have really... Is the, is the homeless dude telling us that you gave him the food, or is this you just telling us this now? I didn't see if he had a picture with the homeless dude where they gave him the food, they took a picture, or he has an extra video, because he said something like, I want y'all to see the full thing. All right, I want to see that. And if it's out, I got to take a look at it. But I don't believe you on face value if all you said was, nah, we actually really took care of him. You know what I'm saying? Because what you chose to put out, and this is where I'm kind of indifferent on it, you chose to put this out this way, absent all of this context that you now putting out after you went viral for the wrong reasons. Because you was trying to go viral, period, on some... What kind of sick shit is that? You like somebody... you You know how them little kids will kill an animal, and it's like, this is some... Serial killer traits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, it gives the same energy. Why would you want people to even think you did that to somebody? What did you think that was funny? I want to know what the what the original intent was for you to take the food out there. Are you gonna give it to this man? Yeah. Cause we were all pissed off by that. Everybody that saw that was like, y'all, he's he's wild. He's whack for this. That so. brother is trying to get high. And create his own supply on that grand product that we talked about. We got a podcast named after it. That new age crack rock. Mm-hmm. Fiending. Right? 100%. Nigga trying to go viral all some petty shit. And we've seen it happen. That's why this past week there was a video of, of Lil Pump coming out and saying, yeah, I just like so-and-so. And he's speaking on his life. I know y'all seen that video. He was wearing green. Right? And he's like, yeah, I just feel happy that I get to take care of my family and stuff like that. Nah, nigga. Fuck you. Sorry. You stood on stage with Trump. You took this clout chasing shit to the all time worst level. And now you want us to feel happy for you because you're taking care of your family. But we watching you play out here. And these niggas not playing in their own. Sorry. You good. I was going to. These people aren't playing in their own. Uh, playing with their own cultures, they come over here with us. You over here, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. And then you get your money, you start saying, fuck us, you on stage with Trump, acting like you one of us, oh yeah, we do fuck with Trump, and then now we supposed to feel happy for you because you stopped doing drugs? But you see, T, that's why we, like, we, we get, when people say we need to gatekeep the culture, there's a lot of us that say, Man, fuck that. They cool. This is cool. Fuck it. Y'all do that. We make excuses. But what somebody, were we even talking about? Because I didn't even mean that. Nah, we were talking about clout him. chasing, especially with that dude. Oh, okay, yeah. But you're right, though, because 
We be giving people the platforms to blow up and then abandon. The, Lil Pump is a great example of somebody who used the culture. That's why what J. Cole said about him was 100% facts. Yeah. Like, he knew he wasn't going to be around. But he's an example of somebody that used the culture to, to take off, and then once you got to a point, you just left. Remember Miley Cyrus? Miley Cyrus blew up on Disney Channel. Then all of a sudden, she was fucking with niggas that, and making rap songs. And we was like, yo, she on some wild shit. Remember? Nikki carried her at the, uh, whatever that was. Yes. And then look, she went back and now she got a number one record again. Use the culture and dip. And that's literally what I was trying to say. Like, Lil Pump is an example of somebody who, you, you come and you're a part of the culture and you, you're just trying to pop for real. Like, the shit that you're doing is not even legit genuine. Then you go through some shit and then you recover or whatever and you want the culture that you are just kind of just like exploiting. You want that same culture to feel, feel sorry for you. Like this dude with this video. You come out and you're like, oh, yeah, it was a fake video. It's a fake video. I'm not about to apologize for that. And if you guys are getting upset about it, hold up. Like, to me, as a content creator myself, like, that's just to me. That's not how you would handle a situation like that. Even if it was fake, we've seen it done before. If it's fake and then you get backlash, you're coming out as if we misunderstood you. No, nah, yeah. Like, you yeah. coming out talking to us like you didn't do some most, some fucked up shit. Like, People were saying, nowhere in the video did you say this was fake. Nowhere in the video doesn't even look like you laughed or that it was fake. So you can't talk to us like we should have known. Like, you should have came out and said, yo, believe it or not, y'all, it was a fake video. That guy's a great dude. I met him. Do you see the energy? You come out talking about, I'm not apologizing. That's why I'm like, you know what? If, if you make a, a video or, or a piece of content, people and and people don't bang with it i think if you want to continue to build like a a community of people that either support what you do or, or like what you do or just like you that dude you already did something that made you look like an asshole and it was fake so why come and be double asshole like you this was your opportunity to say yo we're just trying to make viral videos i'm actually a great dude nah yeah he was great it's no different than the people that do them, like, pranks and shit. I can't believe he came out like that. Yeah, you're right. But you know what? That shit is, I, I don't, what he did, what, what that is, that's wild. But, uh, just moving the needle. I did want to talk about Giannis and the, uh, the conversation about failure. That was what we were supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. So, just backstory: The Bucks got their ass bounced out of the playoffs in the first round. By the first playing team, the first playing team to beat a first, a number one seed. And this is the sixth time in NBA history that an eighth seed beat a number one seed. Damn. That was a big deal, bro. It was a huge deal. That was I, a big deal. I'm not even going to lie. Shout out to the Miami Heat fans and the Miami Heat. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 when they lost that first playing game, I counted their ass out. They lost to the Hawks. Remember they lost to the Hawks? Yeah. I counted the Heat out, too. I was like, damn. Then when they lost Hero and Oladipo, it was like, damn. But... Um, long story less long, they asked Giannis, who's the star of the Bucks, about failure, and I wanted to talk to Terrence about it because I feel like we agree, but we may not. So I think we agree on this one. This the clip. Season is a failure. Do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh my God. Uh, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. 
do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able I don't know. Um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. Okay. Uh, there's no failure in sports. You want to go first or? I can't tell somebody who's an NBA champion that he's speaking out of turn. You know, mm -hmm. that's one thing I won't do. I'm not going to be here and say, Giannis, come, come on. I'm not. <laughs> he won an NBA championship, low key on his back. So uh -huh. he has my respect. I will disagree what he, with what he said about there's no failure in sports. Yes, there is. I am a Kobe Bryant fan. I think Kobe Bryant's the greatest basketball player of all time. There's no way you can be a Kobe Bean Bryant fan. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's no way you could be a Kobe Bean Bryant fan and think that failure is not a part of this thing that we're doing. Failure is not only a part of sports, people. Failure is a part of everything. Like the chain hitting it. And what <laughs> I want y'all to know. <laughs> but to me, um, and I'm going to give it off. I'm going to pass it off to Terrell. I think what Giannis just went through is a prime example of how there is failure in sports. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason what makes great, what makes championship wins so great is moments like this. Like him saying Jordan played nine other seasons. Was he a failure in the other seasons that he didn't win? Mm -hmm. And I think the six wins that he got felt the way they are and they are looked at the way they are because of the fact that there were failures in between. Right. You failed. I look at it like uh, I think failure is not something that is like a failure isn't on a spectrum. Either you succeeded or you failed. You know what I'm saying? Based mm -hmm. on whatever goal you had. All of these NBA teams have the goal, right? The intention, the plan, whatever word you want to use to make it to a championship and win. If you don't win, then you failed to reach that goal. When I used to work, bro, it was either pass or fail. You either mm -hmm. pass. You either hit your number. You hit or you failed to reach. Or you didn't reach. So, but this is what I'll, I'll say also. Failure is not like a, Permanent. it's not a bad, failure is not a bad word. It is just something that happens to everybody. I want to fail so that I can succeed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it is, like he was like, it's not failure, it's steps to success. And I do like the way he looks at it, but you still there is still failure. I think it's important to acknowledge when you fail. Yeah. Everybody that uh this is just a this is just a pro tip randomly. If you ever go to an interview and they ask you, tell me about some opportunities you had to uh, you know, or tell me about a time where you could have done better. Tell me about a time where you failed something. Mm -hmm. When you say I never fail. I, I can't think of a time. They trying, that question is a trick question. They really try and see if you're going to be honest about when you weren't so great because that's going to tell me as the employer how you're going to take criticism when you don't do well. 
Or can you hold yourself accountable to when you actually made mistakes? Exactly. How can you hold yourself accountable? 100%. Because mm-hmm. this is what y'all do when y'all get in that question. Terrell, you'll say, so name a time where you, where you know you didn't handle things too well, you could have done better. You know what y'all do? Crazy. I just, you know, most of the time people just, you know, everything is on me and I'm just handling everything. People just love me. I'm just such Sometimes a likable guy. Kinda, you know, I can't even think about the last time I messed something up. It'll probably be one time that I just maybe came in late, but it's because I was just working on things before, trying to get things together and showed up uh-huh. two minutes late. And guess what? Those That's the only the, thing I ever did wrong. Those be the ones that they, you hire them and they cannot take criticism. They can't take but, criticism or accountability at all. So, but... I say that to say failure is 100% a part of, like, everything. You should, whenever you try something new, whenever you get ready to do something, you are going to fail at it. It's all about what you do after the failure that's important. I think it was important for Giannis in that moment. First of all, you bringing up Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan would tell you that, yeah, I failed them nine seasons. We didn't win a championship. What do y'all think Michael Jordan would say if he was asked, do you look at this season as a failure? Yes. Giannis. Sorry, but y'all were the one seed, the number one team in the league, right? They were number one in the league. Mm-hmm. The number one, the team. number one seed in the East, and you lose to the loss to play into the Hawks, AFC, Jimmy Butler without Hero and Oladipo. It's a fail, bro. You fail, and, and that's okay. It is fine. All the celebrities under his comments saying, "I just became a Giannis fan. I just did this and that." Come on, y'all, and I, this is where. This is where motherfuckers don't keep it 100 at a certain level. It's just all support. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but, lo- but also, Tress, like kind of how you said, we going to matter or fact him. But I do like that answer coming from my lead guy of our franchise after we just lost a series like that. Because he's going to have to go home and face the reality that you're saying, that it is a failure. But I actually do not want to flip side because like this is the thing. I don't like him saying there's no failure in sports. I know what you're saying, and I don't like that, but I also do like the fact that he's like, yo, we're not looking at this like we failed. Like, we're just looking at it like a journey. Like, this is what happened. Like, like he was like Jimmy Butler, bald mm-hmm. for the all five games. Like, I don't know what he was on. Even, who, I forget their coach's name. Uh, Spo? Not Spo, but the Bucks coach. Even oh, he uh-huh. was like, Jimmy Butler for the, these five games has just been – Crazy. He said, we tried to throw a couple guys at him. We tried to throw stuff at him. It just mm-hmm. did not happen. So, like, I'm not mad at Giannis not taking the bait on giving the media what they wanted was, do you feel like this is a failure? Because imagine if he was like, you know what? I feel like this is a failure, but we're going to get better. They're going to cut this off and say, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I feel like this is a failure. Or, you know what I'm saying? We failed. They but want to you me, to. They want to see your your down thing, and I just feel like he just chose to not give it to him. Man, I feel like if this was two K, you would lose. What's the where you gain fans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you you, you gain get, fans, but you but lose. you get the team chemistry. You get the you get the team chemistry or the a team chemistry will go down for me. Because you want the the showmanship. I think shit. the well, no, I think it's more respectable to stand in your losses. Kobe lost the Kobe uh. When Kobe, remember when Kobe said he they uh he watched who win the championship and he went right to the gym. He was like, I hate it. I went right to the gym. Shaq. He watched Shaq, Shaq and D Wade win the championship with D Wade. Went right to the gym. Mm-hmm. If you ask Kobe Bryant, if you he would tell you, yo, we failed that year. To me, it's more respect. It's more. You res- gotta watch the interview with Shaq 
And, Co- and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe talking, and, and they talk about how Co- how Shaq, when he won that championship, <laughs> he won a championship, and then he went to the club and said, Kobe, tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> this man was pissed off, bro. Think about it. That nigga was heated after that. Oh, yeah. Bet. I'm going but this is my gym. thing. To me, it's more respectable to stand in your L. It's almost yeah. like the person, like, you lost, but you don't want to say you... You don't want you don't want to hear it, it. It came off to me like you don't want to be told that you failed, even though you know you failed. So you better say some shit to be inspiring so that your failure, failure. hurts less. Yeah. And to me, it was just I just didn't respect it as much as I, I respected the. It's a, it's a, it's a inspirational for people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I just didn't respect it as much as keeping it a hundred about what failure looks like in life, because it's not just this. It's not. You don't. There's no failure in sports. Are you kidding me? I, I'm a I'm a Broncos fan. We just got Russell Wilson. Did you see what last year was? A failure. failure. You can say it's this a part of the sat up there and said, "We going to this. I'm working on Super Bowl." All right, bet. Well, when you failed last year, so let's just keep it about. And it's not wrong with it. There's ups and downs in sports, and failures is the downs. Let me tell you about the dream I had, bro. Mm-hmm. This I, this dream I would call a nightmare. And you know what's funny? You try to be honest with your girl about shit. And you just should not say shit sometimes. It's almost like when you get, it's almost like a girl coming up to you, right? Like, put it in this random situation. Man, I walked into the Fridays to get a table, and the girl was eyeing me. You know what I'm saying? I looked at her, and I'm like, I'm wondering what she's looking at. She come up and put her, her, her number in my pocket and walk off. Ain't that crazy, boo? Your girl will find the loophole in that story where you did wrong. You literally would just came up to the girl, put the number in your pocket. Yeah, uh-huh. But your girl will hear, I looked at her and think, this nigga must have initiated some type of, uh-huh. you know? But do you see how blindly you'll be telling this story? You're telling it blindly. 100%. So, look, I had this dream, right? It was a nightmare. This is why. You ever had a dream about somebody? You was bonded up with some random busted joint? You ever had a, that dream? Yes. To me, that is a nightmare. <laughs> you want to know why? Because I could be with the finest girl. I would be able to be with my girl, right? You see how you get the brownie points? Yeah. <laughs> I could be with her in my dream. Shit could be getting crazy. I said, yo, this is a dream, but uh, I'm about to make something happen. I'm even rubbing. I'm, I'm, I'm sleep like, hold up. This nigga uh-huh. about to get busy, right? Wake up. I'll wake up when she do the littlest thing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she hitting the shoulder. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you drive I'm waking up. I'm going back to sleep next to you. know his niggas running after me. Where was my girl at? Look, the crazy thing, oh, that's so I have this dream. It's this. I'm not going to explain what she looked like because I don't want to offend nobody. And no, she was not brown skin or dark skin for my ladies out there who might think that I'm, you know. Uh-huh. No, she wasn't. But she was busted. A busted joint. And look. The whole time, it's me, and this, this is a funny thing. It's, <laughs> I'm not going to say who I was with. Me and my boy, right? Not Terrell. But me and this joint, we was, I remember, it was one of the situations where we just kind of just riding around. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm in the back seat with this joint. But you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I got my arm around her. Why would you? Why? Why? Terrell, I don't know. The whole time in the dream, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Think about it. You don't have control of your dream. You're just literally low-key watching it. But I got the dream on my arm. We booed up. We ended up... You uh, Okay. Terrell wasn't a wet dream. I didn't do nothing. 
But I got I got into the, some th- I got to the thick of it, and I'm telling you, when I tell you I was not enjoying it, bro, and like I ain't waking up. That's why it was a nightmare. This joint, this joint talking to me. This joint, she was like, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna meet your young. Terrence, I'm tired of this. You're not selling us anything. You're starting shit and then uh, in- stopping. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. All I'm gonna say is, I had a nightmare where I was bunned up. With this joint that was absolutely busted, and I could literally not wake up at all. But you at said all. you started off by saying you tell your girl something. Right. Okay. I tried to wake up. You see how I'm, I don't want to explain it because Loki, I don't even want to say the shit that was happening in that dream. I've had dreams like that. You know what I'm saying? Have you had the dream though? I've had dreams like that 100 where you wake up and you're like, I don't want to remember anything about that. I'm not talking about a dream where you with your ex. I'm with the most mm-hmm. busted joint ever. Whatever. But I wake up and told my girl, and it just went left. Cause yeah. Uh, bottom line, I'm I'm dreaming about a, another girl. Oh, it doesn't matter that she was busted. It 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 matters none. Oh, she must have been from your subconscious. You must have know exactly who she was. Oh. oh no, I've never seen this girl before. Oh, but do you know in your dreams they're full of faces that you've seen? All right, bet. <laughs> well, you know what? That nightmare just became mm-hmm. times two. That's how, you, yeah. But, bro, I only, only brought that up because I'm like, damn, have you ever had a dream like that? 100%. Bro, I've been having night Ever since I started watching, this is crazy because, you know, I've been, I've been watching Attack on Titan. Shout out to everybody that told me to get into anime. We have talked a lot of shit about anime on this podcast over the years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on episode, like, 15 or so. Yeah. And I got, like, 10, 10, 10 episodes left in season one. Season two, I'm doing reactions on Patreon all the way up to the till we get to current. So if you don't have that Patreon, it's about to get lady because these episodes be driving me incra- insane. But um, y'all ever s- since I've been watching that joint, I've been having nightmares, bro. Not about Titans. Not about getting eaten or anything like that. Yeah. My nightmare will be the most random shit ever. And the craziest thing is I'll have a nightmare, but I'll know... Bro, I'll have a nightmare, but my shit be scary. I can deal with a dream where I'm with somebody that I don't like. I can deal with that, right? Yeah. Uh, the nightmares I have will be nightmares where I'm like, it's like I'm there, but like I know it's a dream, but I can't leave it. Like I'll say, like in my dream, me and you was helping this guy on some, we had a flat tire type shit. And I said, yo, we got a flat tire in the wrong part of town so we honestly should just wait for triple a terrence says fuck that bro we can change it i said brody we just way too hot we probably should just lay low xyz look nigga comes up and says y'all need a wrench i got a wrench set yeah just come this way and i give you a wrench set i said this nigga's gonna try to rob us or kill us i just know it we're not strapped out here we're on the way back from somewhere but in my dream, I told you in my dream, I said, this is exactly how my dreams go, bro. He going to rob us. But we were supposed to be talking about if you were having a dream about somebody. Nah, you said if you ever had a bad dream like that. But I mean a bad dream where you're fucking with somebody that you don't even fuck with. I mean, you oh. definitely had the dream where you was probably with your ex or with some girl you used to talk to. And I'm not, that, I'm not saying that was me. But I mean, for you... I know you had a dream where you might have been with somebody. You're like, why am I having a dream that I'm with oh, this motherfucker? I've never had a dream with somebody that I thought was a nightmare because of how they 
were. The reason why I say it was a nightmare because of the shit that was happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give y'all a little, a little. Yeah, like you holding out. You know how somebody eating and they feed you something? They say, oh, yeah, eat this. And then, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So what happened? <laughs> now we getting into some real shit that people want to hear. This whole, oh, my God, shit. Tell us what happened in the dream. Excuse me. It was a fucking nightmare, and I don't want to relive that. Well, why did you bring it up? Because I had a nightmare, and I wanted to talk about it in therapy. And get and, um, and therapy on it. And you would need to give details. This so let's hear it. Why, why my therapy, I signed up, and now I'm starting to regret that I signed <laughs> up for this shit because he challenged me. Because I just want to talk about it. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> but look, <laughs> what happened, Terrence? She fed you what? I forget what the fuck she was eating. All I know is she was just like, here eating. I ate it off of her, her fork. First off, I'm, I'm that Was type. it hot? Okay, hold on, wait. I have Sir, I don't know what it was. Questions. Was it hot? Was it cold? It, it was, was it, it was ice cream like? It was an ice cream. Was it like it rice? Was like, uh, I don't know what the fuck it was. Whatever. I think it was a funnel cake. Because like I told you, it So it was a funnel cake. Okay. I don't know what the so fuck it was. It was a funnel cake. All I'm going to say is, how you feel about that? I'm going to keep it 100. I don't really like that. I'll do it for my girl, but like, oh, when your girl's like, look. Have this, and now I gotta come out here with it. You know, cause your girl not gonna bring it to you here. Have some. Oh, <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> now I look like you a crazy fucking dumbass trying not to get it. Nah, they mouth. supposed to. Like if your girl cooking and she said try this, she's supposed to bring the spoon to you. Everybody and, and they mom, everybody know your girl gonna do this. Here you go. <laughs> like, oh, oh. I gotta come over here. I would just take the spoon. If you ain't trying to put the spoon out there, I'll just take the spoon. You ever be, you ever try to do My girl would girl be like, my girl would tell you, I never try stuff. She'll be like, try some. And I'm like, no. And she's like, try it. I'm like, no. Leave me the fuck alone. You can have it on your own. I just feel like that. I'm so vulnerable. I'm like a little fucking boy when you're doing that. So look, even when I was in my dream with Shorty, I'm like, damn, everybody look at this busted ass joint. Feed me. That's nasty. I think the nastiest sexual dream I ever had. The girl wasn't like a, uh, it wasn't like a um, situation where she looked a certain way, but the hygiene was like locker room. You ever work out with that one nigga in the gym? You might be on this joint, but he's on that side. And that nigga and boofing? You smell yourself like, is that me? Yeah, I've had that dream. You don't want to have when that When it dream. is you? Oh, shit. I feel, you know what? And I've never been in a situation. I've, I've been fortunate in my life to have never had sex with somebody that had like a terrible smell. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've had a few scents, right? Yeah. But pussy smell like pussy. You know what I'm saying? But I've never had. The nigga that's been around the block. No, 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 it does not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> Go ahead. But look, I've never been with somebody. That has like a bad smell. Like I've I, and I've know there's niggas that have. I've never been with somebody like that. What I, about you, Terrence? <laughs> I, I don't deal with that. Look, mm -hmm. I, I'm too high. I'm too high. <laughs> too high class. <laughs> I'm too high class for that. Terrence, it has nothing to do with you. I've never come in contact with anything like that. I can tell if that shit is trash before I even open it up. I, don't y'all just hate niggas like this? I, can, I, I knew that shit was trash from the packaging. Yeah, oh, we good on right. that. I, can, I know what's in that box. Everybody like I'm good on that. This is when the whole crowd start getting up. Look, they sliding out the pew. Thank y'all for buying y'all tickets. See y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it won't be a next time. You know what? I did want to ask you this. Let me ask you this. I was at the uh, the Tropical Smoothie. 
right? Yeah. And I don't know if you know what they're doing at the drive-thru. Remember, when we got drive-thru. It's a tropical smoothie drive-thru. It's not the one you walk in. But I asked you to get. I asked this nigga to get me a tropical smoothie on the way here. This nigga came in with his tropical smoothie, drinking his co- tropical smoothie. Did you not look in the freezer where I put your tropical smoothie? You got me a tropical smoothie? Yes! Girl? And I was wondering why this nigga's drinking coffee. Terrell, what the fuck? Where's my tropical smoothie? Yeah, it's what in you the talking freezer. About? When did you tell me it was in the freezer? Terrence. I said, what? I, I texted you. Cup of coffee. I texted you and said, do you want tropical and I smoothie? I said Bahama. You said, give me a Bahama mama. I got you a Bahama mama. Put it in the fucking freezer when I got here because you was in your bathroom. When did you tell me that you and put I it in said, there? See, it's in the freezer, bro. Get it before it, uh... Terrell, I don't want that chalk ice bullshit. That's not a smoothie no more. So you mean to tell me I wasted my money? You did waste your money, and you wasted your money by coming in here and not telling me that I had an ice cream smoothie in there and I didn't even have it. Terrence! You, you gonna drink that. You gonna drink that smoothie. Terrell, I'm not oh, drinking it's gonna leave with me. This nigga came and put my smoothie in the freezer. What the fuck? Because I thought he was gonna come out and get it. So he didn't tell me. Anyway. Hey, bruh. You know I got you a burger, right? Why are you cooking? <laughs> when did you tell me you got a burger? I put it in your pantry, bro. Oh, I was supposed to go in there and look for it. This motherfucker. <laughs> when I came in, you was right here. You was out here. And in my mind, I and said you he saw had me with two. two. But you know what I said? This is what I did, y'all. I said, let me go look in. Let me go look in here and see if you put it in there. I'm looking on the tables and counters. I looked in the fridge. I bought this nigga a smoothie. I said, there's one just like he, this in that freezer. You know what I thought? I said, he threw his old one away and had a fresh one. <laughs> and y'all see, I haven't said anything. I just been like, fuck it. He didn't get it. It's but in there. You say, can oh, get it. The tropical smoothie tipping. I went to the tropical smoothie. Normally, when you walk in, you pay on the little joint. Yeah. Now, they got the joint with the rod on it they put out the window. Normally, when you go to a drive-thru, and this is for everybody that goes to a drive-thru, you pull up, you order. At yeah. the window, you go to the first window and do what? What do Bang. you when you get to the first? Okay, but physically you do what? I, I I I I take my card, swipe, get my receipt. You take your card in the drive-through. In the drive-through, you hand, hand them up. your card. Yeah, they hand you your card back with the receipt. Yeah, this is my unless you at uh, Chick Fil A or Chick Fil A, they have the little they have the little joint. You can do that. So he hands me that joint. Okay, I know. And I'm do. like, okay, I know how to do this because I've been to Chick Fil A and so they used to have this during the pandemic where they had it on a broomstick. Yeah. So I put my card in right and turn away, and he's like, "You gotta go through the options." And I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, what options? So I look at the joint and it says, "Look, fifteen percent, ten percent, twenty percent, no, yeah, twenty percent, fifteen percent, ten percent, zero percent." For tip. So I went down to the zero because I'm not leaving you a tip here. You know what I'm saying? I hit the zero, hit the green. He said, pick your option and then hit green. So I hit my option, hit the green. Then he was like, all right, take your car. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? And it was a conversation we was having before about the tip system. Yeah. Right? Y'all still getting paid by the hour. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my server, or if somebody, if I know somebody's making tip, getting paid off tips, I'm more inclined to tip. Like I'm, I actually tip very well because I serve, I serve for two years, so I know the struggle. 
So I, I am, a, I tip very well for service, but now it's getting to the point where everybody, Eddie asked me for a tip in the beauty supply store. I got three do-rags on the joint. You can leave a tip. Why would I tip you? You didn't even help. Y'all just up here on your phone ringing out. Yeah. Honestly, look, if you had a business to rail, you would, you would, you would have that in line. Because look, sometimes the, and I keep it a hundred with y'all. Sometimes the principle that I'm living on will make me leave a tip just because you asked me. Sometimes I'm like, y'all are working hard in here, 5%. That little mm -hmm. choice might take your business from one level it, to the next. It's the same as people charging for bags. Yeah. You know it's like people going to have a problem with it. People going to wonder. But, and My, I'll give you this story. When I went to the drive-thru with Candace and McDonald's, uh -huh. and we, we was on some rant, we was on some terrible shit. We said, let's go to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to McDonald's. Because Samari didn't want, uh, he didn't want to go. And me and Candace was like, fuck it, we're not going to go. But once we dropped him off, she was like, let's still go. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to the drive-thru, and this dude was literally standing out there with a tablet. And he's putting the orders in on, like, this tablet because apparently they box was, was off. But I'll tip you in that situation. When he, but look, this is also the thing. He pulled up and was like, uh, how can I help you? Then when I told him what I wanted, after he was like, hey, uh, he was like, the whip looks sweet, bruh. Me and my prom date was thinking about getting this for our prom coming up this weekend. And I, we was like, hey, that's what's up. You excited? He was like, yeah. And we was like, what color you? I don't know if we asked him what color he was going to wear. But we just asked if he was excited. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, bro, that's going to be dope. Like, enjoy your prom. And he was like, appreciate it and, and let us go. But I'm like, you know what? He didn't have to say shit to me. Feel uh -huh. me? This nigga is working outside. It was hot that day. And I'm like, he could. if, if there's any time for you to be short, what do you want? All right, go. Boom. But a situation like that, if I would have got to the window and saw 20, 10, 5, I'm going to think about my experience. And my experience could make me hit that 10 or that 20%. But is, the, is my tip going to go to him? Because I'd rather give him the money than I get pay this person who's logged in on his register. Because you Mr. See, businessman who used to run a floor, you know what the business is doing, sir. That man out there doing that, is the reason why your business gets a tip. And low-key, is that money going directly to him? No, but he's doing what you want him to do for well, your you business. I think about it. I also used to work in a business where tips were illegal. If you got a tip, you had to give it to a manager and put it in a safe. Guess who didn't give a fuck about it? Right. That? Which Me. means if y'all were giving a system where you could get tips at the register, your employees' experience that you have tailored them to make, Terrell, would work in your favor because they would be getting tips. It would just be generated electronically and it would be separated. And believe it or not, it would go but back to them. Yes, it would. If, you, if I helped you in the back of the store and you go check out at the front, a.k.a. I took your order right here on the pad to send to the dude at the register, he's the one that you're doing a cash transaction with. Yeah, but Terrell, How do I ensure you're not getting the tip as the person I did? Just, the business gets it. Remember when I used to work front end? Uh -huh. If I had the best, if I have, if I give a, this lady great service, right? When she go home and says they have amazing service, that is for me. But I also reap the benefit of, of that. I just have to share it with my whole front end team. The front end team is good. So T, you, you're right. Mm -hmm. He's not gonna get the individual tip, but his good good service doesn't go completely unnoticed if I get to that window and hit the the tip button. You're right. But now, as opposed to asking people to tip individuals, because think about it. You go to TGI Fridays, you go to these any restaurant, I'm not tipping Ruth's Chris. I'm not tipping Applebee's. 
I'm tipping the person who served me because it's going to their livable wage. Yeah. Now you ask the people to tip corporations. Now nah, you're right. It's almost like asking me to donate. Yeah. And that's where like I was like, I even started feeling bad. Like, should I have left him a tip? Then I'm like, no, because first of all, you didn't even make my shake. Yeah. You just the nigga up here waiting. But this is what I think, Terrell. Asking for tips. We need to bring somebody on this podcast that is behind the business side of that because I do think those electronic tips can go to the employees in some type of way. And like, you know I think what? that those, those tips are going to them. It just has to get broken down and then dispersed through their check, and it's probably tax, and it's probably bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, well, maybe you're right. Maybe it goes to everybody working that day. You know what I'm saying? You're 100% right in what you're saying, though. If this was a, a locally-owned coffee shop that had a tip jar... Oh, I know yes. putting my money in here is going to this locally owned business. Right. I'm not giving a tip to McDonald's. Yeah. What's that coffee shop you went to out Seattle? Uh, the station. But we went to a bunch of them. We went to Red Wing. We went to the station. Well, think about it. Places like that where you ain't going to find one up the street, six, yeah. two miles away. Or they're, they're, they're planning on opening their next, like a DMV Iron. If DMV okay. Iron had a tip jar in there, I feel good. Like, yo, I'm helping this gym spread. Like, Yep. Or even just this gym. You definitely mm-hmm. do feel better tipping the local on the come-ups than the, the fucking tropical smoothie. Y'all got an app. Y'all got commercials. Uh-huh. Y'all don't need no fucking tips. That's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. And yeah. that's where, like, a coffee shop like the one that you went out to out there, I would be more inclined. Because I don't want people to think I'm not a tipper. I tip too well. Yeah. Too, way too well, if you ask me. I'm thinking about but, how, like, at Panda Express, they'd be like, do you want to donate Children's Hospital? No. Hell no. Y'all already made y'all donation. Yeah, we got the scoop on that. Y'all already made y'all donation. Uh And now you just try and spend that check and get it right back. And you know what? Pro tip for the fellas. The way you treat your server is a huge, huge, huge green or red flag for the woman that you with. Ask the ladies. But that's for anybody, Terrell. The way the man treats the server. Oh, yeah. Oh, but go ahead and get in your bag what you say. But you know, as a man, you kind of, you're going to be the one that's supposed to be Leading that convo, you know what I'm saying? Or, Even or creating that environment, because you're the one that invited her on a date nine times out of ten. But the way you treat the server is very, very important. 100. If you're an asshole to the server and you trying to be on some player shit, you on your Calvin shit, yeah, yeah fuck out here, yeah, you could bring that, yeah. Trust me, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to work your way right up out of some pussy. Yeah, and honestly, to me, my, my pro tip for the fellas when it comes to the waiter, uh, like, my girl is the type to just order everything. He'll have this, and I'll have this, and we both going to have this and that. I ain't asked her to do that shit. She just does that. <laughs> and at first, you know how, as a man, you get a little ego trip. Uh-huh. Let me order. I actually don't want to. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Let me order the food next time. <laughs> Look, because I'm a man, and I need to do this to feel like a man. Uh-huh. And honestly, I'm, I'm not that dude. So in a situation like that, see, this is why. A lot of men need that man Trip. I need to open the door, sit her down. Me, and, me, and say me. we're gonna have the empanadas and two strawberry lemonades. <laughs> Why are you talking like a civil rights? <laughs> because that's what. Look, that's how y'all be on the inside. You trying to get your shit off instead of just ordering. So your girl order now. All of a sudden, your girl ordering her own food and even food for you is this ego strike. You sitting there wondering if you a man or not. That's why I'm saying with a waiter. Or a waitress mm-hmm. in a situation will think, I got to be the one to order. I got to be the one to say everything because I'm the man. No. And you can still nah, impress, yeah. especially on first date, you can still impress your girl 
with the waiter without ordering anything I'm going to tell y'all how. Just be, and this is maybe just who I am, I'm just not afraid to talk to the waitress as if you are not even here. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, bet. So let's say we, we had an American restaurant and I want to get mashed potatoes, random. Instead of me saying, yeah, so I'm going to get the steak with the mashed potato. Yeah. Like, you just look nervous. <laughs> you know? It's nah, like, hey, yo, so the mashed potatoes here, do they, do they have cheese in it or do they have, like, a, a gravy? Cool. Oh, okay. Oh, you like it? Do people order uh -huh, it all the time? Yeah. Bet. Look, also including the, the waitress with what we do. Like, yo, did you want to get a waitress? Did you want to get drinks? Yo, what drinks do y'all have? Y'all Are the drinks good? You see how I asked you? Uh-huh. But now I'm right back at the waitress. So now she's looking at me talk to the waitress. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I'm telling you, you racking up. You I'm, don't even, I'm stacking it. You don't even realize he how many. He can maneuver this situation if he wanted to. Uh-huh. But he let me order everything because that's just what uh -huh. I did. But you know what? I still let her order. Like, yeah. I, I am the type. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am the type. I, there are certain things that my girl knows I have to do. I have to open the doors. I got to open your door. I don't ever, like the sidewalk shit, I never want to get caught lacking by a 40-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Why is your woman walking on the wrong side of the curb, brother? Yeah, I don't ever want to do that. Like you him. never going to catch me. You know what I'm saying? Never. But also, the, my girl tell you, the first time we went on a date, uh, we're the Mike's, favorite spot. Um, but look, we was there for so long, and I knew our server was ready to go. He had bust all his tables. Whatever, but we just having a conversation. You know how it is, fellas, when you go on a date and you're having that bomb-ass conversation and neither of y'all really want to leave. Or, you don't want to leave yet because you're nervous because you know what's coming next. Y'all remember that? When you didn't want the date to be over because you know the kiss is coming. <laughs> Let's see if we can go look over here real quick because I'm still nervous as shit. <laughs> Let's see if we can go look at this. No, that is. You trying to go to the Cold Stone? Oh, just straight home? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're talking yeah. about some young boy shit. Yeah. At this point, I was 27. Yeah. So, uh, we had been talking for so long, I knew my service was ready to go. I had called him over there, and I was like, I know we've been here rapping, but I promise I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That level of control is like, she felt more comfortable. She didn't have to feel like, damn, we need to roll. And I took care but of him. But now you're talking about money, and we can't, all, we can't all do what you're doing, and I don't like when people give advice That's like that. That's a fact. That's a fact. This You're talking just, about money, and yeah. I don't think that that's fair. I'm not. And then, and then when I, I didn't give him five hundred dollars, even though we were sitting there rapping, I told him I was going to take care of him, and that's all I had nah, to do. Look, all right. But well, see, look, some I of get, us are just trying to take care of our that's half the, of the. That's the wrong way to do it. It's to come back to your girl and say, "Yeah, I told him." I, nah. Oh, so you didn't do that in front of him? The, yeah. No, the server came over, and I was like, "I know you're probably ready to go." So, right, that's a flex. You're flexing like shit. I promise to take care of you. But, but it's just letting you know that I'm going to appreciate your time. Okay, you know yeah, I got I'm you. not even trying to... It's not about money. I, got I never you. said I'm going to give him this or I'm showing her the bill. Bringing, her in front of, bringing him in front of your girl and saying, I'm going to take care of you, looks away. It can. You got to be careful, Terrell. So. As long as you're not trying to be so fucking chauvinistic about but it. Because I'm not. I'm, it's a scary thing to tell niggas to do that. Because you, like you said, you don't want the nigga I to say... I promise I'm going to take care of you. It's, uh, it, bro, you if you're on, you on a date for two hours, ten, three hours, y'all have been in this restaurant... We sat in there from 6.30 to like 9.45, bro. Come on, bro. We've been in this man's section all day. I'm just thinking about if I'm the waiter. I mean, look, let's say your date is going. You know how niggas are when the date going good. This nigga's feeling himself. And he's like, yo, yeah, I know we've been rapping. I'm going to take care of you. Fuck you, nigga. Hurry up and get the fuck up Y'all see the how this is a full circle moment? Get up moment? with your bitch and get the fuck up. <laughs>
fuck up. I'm ready to go home, nigga. Y'all see how Terrence said in the beginning how he was hating on Jalen Hurts, right? This is full circle. He's a hating ass nigga. <laughs> I'm hating because this nigga's really hating because my yeah. date going good. Yeah, so y'all know we've been sitting here for a while and you ready to go. I'm going to take care of you. This nigga nah, give me a 20. No. This nigga going to give me $20. No. Fuck out of here, You nigga. didn't want me to talk about money, but I didn't give the nigga $20. That's, that's not enough. That wouldn't be enough to cover yeah. the, the 15%. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. And I'm sure you took care of bro. All I'm saying and is, it wasn't in no, and came, you making you know. it seem like it was off some chauvinistic shit. It, it was not. Like it when you said I had him come over. Nah, Terrence, I didn't shoot a nigga down. I told him because he was literally over there sitting on the wall. So what was you? No, all no, I'm go saying, ahead and continue. All I wanted to say is the way you take care of your server is a very important thing to the girl that you out with. One, the way you treat service people yeah. is mm -hmm. important. Damn. What were we even talking about? We were just talking. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's a good. Oh, we were talking about the tip system at one yeah. point. That's a good. I think that was a good pivot to that, though, because it is a very important thing. It 100%. Hey, look, you're going to get with people, too, that just not going to be that nice. Well, that's one thing I had to realize. I Hell in, yeah. I worked in customer service for years. You cannot expect everybody to be customer service fanatics. Everybody is not come from customer. Everybody doesn't come from customer service. You know, one thing I know about my girl now. Nah. What? She wouldn't be good in customer service? I just know she not. some people are not supposed to be working customer service, I don't think. I think she's great in customer I think she's a great in customer service. But you know how some people just like, all right, you know what? You shouldn't be working in customer mm -hmm. service. You two, this, is, this could be, I feel like those people who are really with it are the ones who should be working. The ones who kind of just be doing it, you know what I'm saying? Those be the ones where it's like, uh-oh, if Things go left, you're out of here. You're out of here, yeah. Yeah. Those be the employees where you're like, yo, it's nothing wrong with those people. Those people come and go. Nah, yeah. And the bad thing is when you have that bomb-ass server at one place, you go back to the same place thinking they all like that and get the, like, we went to uh, Founding Farmers, had this dope-ass server. Her name was Alicia. Shout out to her. I don't even know if she listens to this podcast. Probably doesn't. But she was great. She was like, this is the specials. These are this. This is really good. I was about to get this, uh, this barbecue meatloaf, whatever they had. She was like, don't get that. Get this. Next time we went... Oh, my God. It was a nightmare. Course of action. We back again. Hey, look, ever since we added course of action, a lot of people have uh, said that they banged with it. They enjoy it. Y'all enjoy it. I'm glad that y'all enjoy it. Uh, it came out of the thin air, and I think it's definitely been a good addition to the podcast. I mean, everybody gets to play with it. You know what I'm saying? The nah, people sure. that y'all listening and then us. Mm. So we got a couple today. Maybe we do a three. But we do got two. Okay, yeah. And feel free to send us course of actions. We need them. If, Man, if we need them. We need them, and they and we will use them if you send them. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. we be struggling to find them because they're just so randomized. Right. We like to get a lot of them because we want to get the good ones. Mm -hmm. All right, the first one. Uh, course of action number uno. Numero uno. <laughs> Numero uno. <laughs> uh, your wife goes into labor with her kid. Uh -huh. you, and, you and her kid. And on some House of Dragon shit, the doc comes out and says that there's been complications and you can only save her or the baby. You can only save one. And this is a situation that a lot of men have faced old days and yeah. new. Yes, trigger warning. Trigger warning. Uh, any of my folks dealing with a miscarriage or a loss. Why did it have to be with you? Just, to, you know. Why did it have to be House of Dragon? Because that was the most recent. We have no more milk of the puppy. We have no more milk of the puppy. We've given her all we can. Baby, they weren't even doing that. They was they was having C sections back then, and if they did a C section back then, you wouldn't survive it because they just didn't have the fucking yeah. But you said what? What I save? Well, you know, it's the it's the it's the. Oh, would you save your wife or the baby? The saving wife or wife, baby? Saving, my, saving wifey a hundred times over. We can make another one. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's harsh, but I would save her. 
I think she would want me to save. If you ask my girl right now, she would want me to save her. Yeah. We can make another one. Yeah. I don't know that. I, look, I know this woman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know this evil motherfucker that looked like me. And look, this what if that motherfucker come out looking like another bruh? <laughs> Ten, oh, shit. No. <laughs> That's such a fucking curveball. I'm glad I let her ass go. <laughs> but That's nah. so random. But I was going, what I was going to say, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say, what if he grew up to be a fucking terrible person? That'd be your fault, single dad. Make it happen. There's been plenty of single mamas that made it happen. What's your excuse? <laughs> What's your excuse? <laughs> nah, I would save my wife. Would you? I would save my wife 100%. I save my wife a million times over, and I think I'm not in the business of needing an heir to a throne. If I needed an heir, if, if it was something like that, like back in the day where you are looking for your bloodline to continue, otherwise without it, you are done, mm -hmm. or your name ends, that'd be one thing. But to me, I don't know. I don't look at it like that. I would definitely be afraid to lose my lady. I would feel like she would be so pissed off with me in the afterlife knowing that I picked the baby over her. What? I can't go on vacation with the baby. I can't have, well, you know what I'm saying? I can't have a relationship with the baby. I still need to figure that out for my life. The baby going to get older, get married and all of that. And where mm -hmm. am I going to be? That's why I was like, you know what? You're right. I do think you can make another one. Also, my biggest thing that would scare me about that situation is if I would be terrified in that situation regardless because one you don't want to lose your kid but I run the risk if I choose her I still run the risk of losing them both because that type of loss what if your girl oh, yeah. comes out of it and tells you that you should have picked the baby as crazy as that sounds have them conversations before y'all decide to you know what I'm saying or something yeah, yeah. because it's like as crazy as that sounds Damn, I thought that I didn't want to lose you. But keeping mm -hmm. and making that decision, you might be here, but I might lose my relationship. And I'll tell y'all this, a million times over, I'd rather pick my lady and then she don't like me no more, but she still got breath in her lungs and able yeah. to get out here and love somebody else and do that than to leave me here as a single dad with a baby in this world. Yeah. No way. If you don't like me afterwards, I will understand low-key. Mm -hmm. But... I would say I would the, make that choice. Do the communication work? Those are the questions that people don't have. Those are the, the things people don't talk about before they get into situations. Yeah. And I feel like, first off, I don't even know why the fuck you coming to me asking me that anyway. Like, it's my choice. Like, I, like I always tell you, there's no way you're going to let me play God. No way. Her. The baby was something that we were doing, you know? But Hold on. Either way you plan, though. I mean, but that's, the, that's how I feel. Like, no way you come out here and ask me like I have that choice. Y'all low-key should be waking her up midway, kind of. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I feel guilty you even putting that choice in my hand. Yeah. No way. And the key word in that is husband uh -huh. and wife. You know what I'm saying? Y'all boys, boys, not in the room. They could kick you out of the hospital. They could say they don't feel comfortable with you and lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that motherfucker was after this baby. But yeah, y'all, what a great situation, uh, a great topic. I would be interested to see what y'all would think. I know some of you are religious. Some of you have mm -hmm. uh, family practices and morals that y'all might uphold. Yeah, so well, that might be, be different, interested. for sure. Uh, all right, we on to the next one. This one is, this one to me, I think this is a... <laughs> all right, so your girl tells you, this random. Your girl tells you, I'm the baddest chick that you ever talked to. I'm the baddest woman you ever talked to, Right? 
Mm-hmm. What's your next course of action, Tarek? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. You are. Yeah, you right. Yeah, you right. Mm-hmm. You right. Hundred percent. Yep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, fellas. Now, but this is a situation where I've been in this situation a couple times. This is this situation tricky because this is the thing. Like, I, I would give I would give my girl today all the flowers. She's the best. She's the the baddest chick I've ever been with. Shout out to you, wifey. Uh, look, just had to get that out the way. You have to do. <laughs> Yeah. And you see, I gotta set that disclaimer out there, um, because. But if you're in a situation where that's not true, I think context is important. Why are you even saying this? If but she's saying nice. this on some spiteful shit, like, boy, your girl will just get confident and say this shit. Let this me. I'm gonna tell you. Okay, go ahead, because I can tell you this happened to me before. It's happened to me. This is. I, I, this is. This is something that has happened to me before, or, or a couple of times. And I think now. You just can't indulge in that, fellas. You're going to get the ego strike of hell. Mm-hmm. Your girl going to say, I'm the baddest woman you ever talked to. And then you start thinking, Ta, did you think I was a fucking scrub before you? Did you think I was a bum-ass nigga that couldn't pull anything? How the fuck did I pull you? Don't make it seem like charity work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my thing is, like, it's easy to feel that type of ego strike. But you know what? Your girl wants to feel, and, and your girl wants it to be true. And, fellas, this is what I was telling Terrell. Your girl will say that shit, and look, you done made it this far. You happy. That shit low-key be true. And you like, man, fuck that. What if it's not true? Now, and my look, situation. Me, okay, go ahead. And then I'll tell you mine. Not even, the, my situation that I'm speaking on is when, you get the ego strike because you could believe, you know what, this is the baddest woman I had. This is the best woman that I ever had. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But the then when, oh, yeah, but then when they but when say you hear it, them say it, you're like, oh, hold up. I don't want you to, not that you don't want them to think that, but like, hopefully you're not, you know, feeling yourself a little too much because, you know, I could still be that nigga. Uh-huh. That's look, why I still got that future in my rotation because, hold up. Nah, yeah. It's like, and I would never, I would never ask that question of if I'm the whatever guy. You know what I'm saying? And that's my thing. Your girl will ask you this question, fellas, and there is only one way you can answer it. You can only say yeah. And I'm going to tell you the mistake I made. Girl says that to me, right? What do I say? Oh, hold up. I mean, yo, let's not, let's not do that. You know, let's not do that. That's how I get on. Let's oh, not really shit. do that. Let's not, let's not do that. Guess what your girl going to do, y'all? Your girl's going to get confident. Your girl can be busted as hell. But in this moment right here, confidence... That's what made her say it in the first place. Confidence made her say it in the first place. But now the fact that you said, hold up, hold up. I'm going to tell y'all how they play chess. She was already confident enough to say it. It's already out there. I literally just came and gave you this, right? I want one of these, right? The fact that I signed up for this, I'm going forward with it. You uh-huh. know? I already gave my shit away. So her confidence is here. Once you be like, hold up, I mean, I don't know. Let's not do that. Guess what she do with the confidence? She step on that fucking gas. She go up here. Uh, I am. <laughs> And look, you want to know why? Because guess what's coming next, y'all? The chess play. I mean, look, I just don't want to do the... Dang, I'm not going to... I don't want to do the comparison and all of that. No, I am. Because who? Once your girl starts saying, who's... Nah, yeah. (laughs) Now you like, nobody. Right? And your girl's like, exactly. So that would mean what? 
Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? You, you're never going to tell your girl, nah, you're not the baddest I ever had. It was shorty that I used to talk to when I was in school. She was the baddest joint, but uh -huh. I fumbled that joint because you know how you fumble a bad joint. Mm -hmm. Every nigga got a, a bad joint that they fumble. Mm -hmm. But that's, this is my, my thing on this, on this statement right here. You just should not say it. This is what I, well, it depends on the situation. Let me tell you my situation. Lie to you not, this is exactly what happened. 2017, um, I remember this. I remember this vividly. Yes. She said, I'm you the, yeah, you have, you the, I'm the baddest you ever talked to. I was with a chick. Any bad, bad I was with a chick. Me. I was with a chick that legit thought that I was lucky to be with her. Mm -hmm. That relationship changed my life because she was a Gemini, wasn't she? Yes. She was a Gemini. Bro, I fucking Yikes. hate Gemini. Every Gemini I've ever come across in my life has been terrible in terms of relationships. I have some great friends that are Gemini. I've legit only fucked with one Gemini and they know who they are. Only one. Good luck. One. And then I hope that the... the you know the thing about Sour Patch Kids? First they're sour and they're sweet. Gemini's are sweet first. Gemini's sweet they first, sour. then they're sour. Yep. These motherfuckers is like some sweet tots. Mm. But look. Uh, that sour does Look, in 2017, crazy. I don't know if, fellas, or, or, or even ladies, I don't know if, if anybody's ever been with somebody that just says things that's like, you don't even realize it in a moment, but it like. You just sound. It, you just, when you think back on what they said to you, it's like. How could somebody say that? Like, I was with a girl, and she literally said, I don't like, I, know, I normally don't date guys like you. I normally date, like, you know, mind you, this 2017. If y'all know if y'all have ever seen a picture of me from 2017, go look at our Kendrick damn, damn review. review. Yeah. She said, I don't normally date like guys like you. I normally date, like, you know, built guys. But, you know. What am I supposed to say to that? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm just a shrimpy-ass nigga. You gave a shot. Mm -hmm. Then she said, she used to say, Aren't you just so lucky to like be with me? Oh my God, I can't believe. And I don't even remember what I was saying, y'all. I was just trying to get ass. First off. But look though, she started talking crazy out her mouth. Cause number one, I had already been around the block before we got together. Yeah. So we at the bar one day, she say, You're I'm the best girl you ever, I'm the best looking girl you ever had. Look. Let's say her best friend name is fucking Tori. Tori looks better than everybody you've dated. Whoa. Whoa. You busted ass Hold on, wait. You start going in on the friend. I had to give a fuck about your feelings because of the pussy. Oh. I'm not fucking Tori. Yeah. She's fucking busted. <laughs> but I know I fuck bitches better than Tori. Fuck, fuck out of here, Tori. And in that moment, I told both of them, my ex is giving both of y'all pressure. My ex from 2015. You told her that? 100%. Because y'all got me fucked and up. that's what you can't and do, look, fellas. You cannot do what and, he did. And guess what? She was pissed, pissed off, off for the rest of the night. And now she thinking, you think that bitch looks better that day? She, you know what she you, said? Fellas. She said, you embarrass me in front of Tori. I'm like, so I'm supposed to let you just what? Yeah. Fellas, this is the number one lesson. When your girl is doing this, she is basically asking you. If they ask you for the humble pie, serve a slice clean on a white plate and let their ass have it. Just, just because take it. That's a transformative. What that's like as a man, you asking your girl, I'm the that's best sex you ever had. I'm that's the biggest dick you ever had, right? This is my thing, too. When you talk to these 
these joints out here. Let you say you the best looking nigga that they ever talked to. Or let you say you the, you the not best looking, y'all, because she could lie to your ass. That's easy. That's easy. Let you say, let you say you the, the best, best dressed nigga she been with. I'm oh, okay. the best dressed nigga you been with. I'm the cleanest nigga you been with. I got the best hair of any nigga that you've been with. Best waves. Some random shit. Your girl has your girl normally have no problem getting off the mm, um, well, mm, 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 all of that bullshit, right? Uh -huh. Any hesitation you have is going to be met with the challenge of well, who? And guess what, fellas? You name who? Your girl is going to take that shit. To your fucking dome. Yep. Or you know what? This is another thing. Let's just say you you say, let's just say you don't want to give it to your girl. Let's say your girl say, I'm the baddest I you ever had. And you say, man, I don't know about that. I ain't gonna say nobody. I don't know who, right? Your girl's gonna pull the, oh, well, if I'm not the baddest you ever had, look, why are you fucking with me then? <laughs> if it's badder joints out there, then you wouldn't be fucking with me if I was trust me, I'm telling you, fellas. Man, them questions. You have to let your girl get this off. Them questions be the ones that fuck you up. Because mm -hmm. you'll be like, I'm going to tell my girl that I'm to forget bitches. what she said. Bad bitches is just running my blood. Like, hold on, let me think about the bad bitches I have and see where I'll put you at. Y'all will be having a bomb 17. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all will be having a bomb ass Thursday night. Both of y'all didn't work. Y'all just laid up all day, watched TV. It's just a bomb ass day. And your girl will say, if I cut off all my eyebrows and I grew a beard, you would talk to me. Why? Why? You fucking up the day. This literally happened to me the other night. I'm like, why are we even talking about this? And that's my thing. And my answer is no. Cut yeah. your eyebrows off and you cutting me off. I'm out. Every woman that I've talked to ever in my life knows if you ask me a question like that, I'm going to say either no. I'm never going to be like, yeah, I would fuck with you. Ne never. No. This is my thing. I'm out. I don't respect layups. And I never have. I don't respect layups. I don't like when your girls say stuff like. I don't like when your girls say. Oh, you mean like you want me to give you like a uh you want me to you want me to tell you what you want to hear type shit? Nah, I don't like when girls say stuff just to hear me say it. Cause it's a layup. You know? Okay. Example. When your girls say stuff like, didn't you miss me? Earlier? No. <laughs> because low-key, if I missed you, I would have told you if I missed you. You asking me if I missed you is you basically just trying to get me to say, yeah, I missed you. And I'm but telling you, your girl's not going to fuck with me. Hold on, wait. Superior, aware the superior man. Yeah, your girl ain't going to fuck with me. Ain't bro, you supposed kinda, to say? Yeah. You are, but look, fellas, you can't be bitch around everything. That's how your girl just think you a gullible-ass nigga start saying shit like, I'm the baddest you ever had. Aren't you so lucky to have me? Nah, yeah, for sure. Because when you be a gullible-ass nigga and you just whatever, look. They get to that point. I had to say, look, this is what you got to tell your girl when your girl say, I'm the baddest you ever had. This is, this is what I said. This is my response to that, too. I'm not with you because you a, a bad bitch. I'm not with you because you fine. You know what I'm saying? Because low key, if it's anything that I can go and get, it's somebody that I I think is fine. Not that's your level. It doesn't have nothing to do with you being compared to nobody else, but I could find something fine that I want. You know what I'm saying? You being the baddest I ever talked to, literally low key means nothing. That's the smallest part. That's the smallest part of the game. Mm -hmm. I could fuck the baddest bitch that I've ever seen in my life one day and not talk to her. I told her, I said, bad bitches get 
left on red all the time. And let me tell you, your girl don't fuck with the look. Your girl be sitting there like this. <laughs> Bad bitches get left on red plenty of times. Trust me, the only reason why me and you are still doing what we're doing is because I'm interested in things that go far beyond how you look. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Your girl just be getting that shit off and you be like, okay, all right, bet, whatever. I've never lined y'all up. I've uh -huh. never done this. What did Mr. Uh, Clark used to tell y'all in uh, high school? You, you talking about Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed, what did mm -hmm. he used to say? He used to say the most legendary shit that, we ever, that I ever heard. He said, a pretty face will get you in the door, but 15 minutes later, you better know something. That's the realest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> a pretty face, this going to get you in the door. I sat at the table with you. You was, bad. you was definitely a bad bitch. That's why I came for you. But you didn't stick around because you was a bad bitch. Uh-huh. You stayed around because I fucked with your vibe. Uh -huh. Your vibe. You know what you I'm saying? You better know something. I love that quote. I love that quote, Mr. Love Reed. It. I wonder where he's at. He's somewhere spitting knowledge still. Remember, he went, he went from being a, a, a teacher to being a professor. Shout he's out. one of my favorite teachers. My African-American studies teacher that was black. Terrence caused the biggest stir in high school because he, he had a... Uh, and shout out to Mr. Brannigan. Mr. Brannigan's great. Just he had a great. son. He was great. But... Terrence did not want to be taught African-American studies by this white dude. For some reason, he kept, he was, I was, his, he was militant early. I was on my shit early. He was. This before we lost Trayvon. That was, yeah. That was 2011. I wrote, in my, uh, I wrote in my class request, I put, I wanted to request out of, I put right by African-American studies, I put I wanted to get transferred to like art or some shit. And you had to put your reason. And then for the reason I put a white man, can, I don't think a white man can firmly teach me about African-American history. And that pissed Mr. Brannigan off, remember? Yeah. They brought me in the office and he said, first and foremost, I feel disrespect. <laughs> <I feel> disrespect. <laughs> and look, this is what I'll tell you. He challenged me. He said, I challenge you to take my course and I promise I will teach you. And he ended up being a great ass teacher. I had to give that to him. Because uh -huh. mind you, you're right. I didn't take Mr. Reed African American studies. I wanted to. I had Mr. Reed for world history. Oh, but it yeah. was like he was, he was black. So it was low key like African American uh -huh. with some history. But Mr. Brannigan was, he was great. I, I tell that story all the time because low key that's a moment in my life that I, I honestly kind of regret. Because mm -hmm. I counted him out. And that's, same, your Michael, that's, your, that's your Malcolm X Told the white girl no when she, yeah. I counted him out because of his race, and I didn't think about the information he could give me. I, I thought because he wasn't black, he couldn't relate to me. But really, he didn't need to relate to me to give me the info that I needed. And I mm -hmm. actually ended up, he ended up being one of my favorite Brannigan is great, teachers man. back then. Yeah. Shout he, out to him. He just had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. He still teach. You never know. It. Mr. Brandon, if you watch this, you know how people be like, oh, I watch every podcast every week. You? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, look, shout out to the people that listen to this podcast. What the fuck? Hey, look, Terrence, shout out right. to y'all. Let's rockin'. get to the sports. Y'all been listening to this joint for like a like hours and change. What the fuck? These niggas. Hey, no, it's not sports. Movie suggest. Oh, you don't got one. Oh, shit, I don't have a, Oh, Attack on Titan. Movie suggestion of the week, Attack on Titan. Let me tell you something. Shout out to all of the anime fans. And it's crazy how, how many people hit me in a DM saying, yo, if you really about to do this shit, let me know because, yeah. And honestly, I'm only on season one. And, uh, man, this joint crazy. I'm not even going to spoil it, but I'm going to just tell you. It's a certain episode where I was like, this ain't going to happen. He'll be good. Then I'm like, what? Then a couple episodes <laughs> later, you're like, oh, shit. No, bro, I, I just, and I, I know I'm so early. They say this shit get crazy. 
But y'all will be there for the ride because I'm going to do this shit on Patreon. Y'all will see it because, honestly, music is what it is. We got Jack Harlow on Friday, uh, today. Mm-hmm. So we'll do that. But, like, music Welcome home. The kids kill. miss you. He better come with something. It's about to be trash. This is your Let last. Young Lahar Leezy. Young nigga selling RPGs. I was in some sim CDs. I'm some beady. I'm from there to the beady. Fuck out of here. I can't wait to listen to this Terrence, shit. we're not going into it like that. We're going into it with an open mind, ready to hear something good. We're not going into it like that. Now give your movie suggestion. He doesn't have one. I'm out of here. Are you kidding me? I have a movie suggestion right here. Movie suggestion of the week is going to be Gravity. 2013, directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron. Cinematography by Emmanuel Lebeski. Mm -hmm. I'm letting y'all know right now, Gravity to this day is one of the best movies about a space situation or a space venture or whatever, period. It, it to me, is one of the most immersive space movies. This movie won Best Cinematography. It won seven mm -hmm. Oscars because of how different this movie was. This movie was compared to the likes of, uh, what's the Stanley Kubrick? 2001 job? Space Odyssey. Space yeah. Odyssey. Yeah, just because of the camera work, y'all. If you want to watch, for my film guys out there that want something to look at that will just completely make you want, this, these movies like this make you want to get into filmmaking. Because mm -hmm. you wonder, how the fuck did they do that? And that whole film is one shot, right? The whole film is... Isn't it all one shot? I don't know if it's all one shot. It might be. I mean, it's filmed to look like one shot. It is. it is. It is. It is. Like Birdman. That was, because remember, Birdman was that too. Birdman was that too. But that, Birdman was awesome. Gravity was filled to, filmed to be one shot. I know I'm not tripping. You probably are right. Gravity, Keep going. Gravity was beautifully shot. Like, I want y'all to think about the fact that in space you have zero gravity. So the best thing about this movie is the characters in space don't have gravity, but almost the camera does not have gravity. It is the first, I'm telling you, it is, it is beautiful to see. Because in outer space, there should be no gravity. But when you look at movies from outer space, the camera is always stationary. It moves while the characters and the environment around you don't have gravity. But in this movie, the camera does not have gravity. It was so stunning that it literally won visual effects. It mm -hmm. won cinematography. It won best sound. Almost and one it, back picture. It came out in 2013 with 12 Years a Slave, Dallas Buyers Club, Wolf of Wall Street. That was oh, yeah. a loaded that was ass a great year. great year. And it was not filmed in one shot. It just has a 17-minute take oh, in that movie yeah. that was one shot. Mm -hmm. Sandra um, Bullock, George Clooney. It is on HBO Max, believe it or not. Which is getting out. ready to be Max. Which is get, just getting ready to be Max. Which sucks. And if only could... I'll make a deal with God. <laughs> Is that coming back? Are you kidding me? Yes. They getting ready to shoot, though. They ain't coming back soon. You know what's about to happen. They're going to be some old niggas. Mayans coming back. Mayans. Let's get it. For all my uh, SOA fans that kept up. If you haven't seen Sons of Anarchy, it's ridiculous. And this nigga right oh, here look. hasn't seen it. Uh, here's, a, here's a bar for that. You ready? Terrence, no. Niggas talking trash. I wish these niggas wasn't trying bike riding niggas. They ain't never seeing Mayan. Let's get it, shorty. Oh, Fuck out of here. here <laughs> that was a It's a parade inside my city, yeah. Hey, Lakers Let's fans. I've been real hush-hush on a, on, a, on a basketball talk, but uh, 
Memphis ain't gone yet. I saw some LA fans talking about, ha ha, Clippers have already lost, and we're going to the next round. Y'all haven't won yet, and y'all are playing a very good team. They playing tonight. So, right? uh, tonight when this podcast drops on Friday, Lakers fans, can you do it? Let me tell you something. Back in LA, I'm, y'all know I've been following this shit. Um, the Lakers is tough, man. The Lakers is a tough squad to beat. They, Bron had an off game this game. Yeah, if Bron had 30 points, that game might look a little, look a little, little, little different. Yeah. But I honestly, y'all know I, I want to see this. I, the, the reason why I want to see the Grizzlies go to the next round is because we're going to most likely my Kings are done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Most likely my Kings are done. They getting ready to go back to the Bay. Y'all not going to win in the Bay. Is it 2-2? Two, two? It's 3-2 three, two now. They done won three straight. They was down 2-0. Won one game. Then Draymond got suspended. They won the game. Draymond wasn't there. Then they just won this game. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like my Kings are done, which means the Warriors are going to advance. And we being completely honest about what's going to be better to watch. Would you rather watch the rematch of LeBron and the Warriors, the team that lost to him in the finals? Or would you rather see the Grizzlies and the Warriors? Now, let me ask you this. Now, this is my thing. Would it be dope to see Bron go up against the Warriors and Steph and the team that, you know, has been basically his career rival? Sure. But they love each other. He's in Draymond's wedding. They was partying together. They really love each other in real life. The Grizzlies and Warriors don't like each other in real life. There's real beef. Now they you, don't fuck with each other. Now, you got the Grizzlies coming back and beating L.A. because you like to see them play the Warriors. But you don't got the Sacramento Kings maybe beating the Warriors at home. Even though the Warriors are who they are at home, you don't got them. The what? Warriors lost nine games at home this year or what? Something like that. Eight or nine games at home. I just don't see y'all beating them. Y'all should have won this game at home. And then they were supposed to tie at the Bay. And then game seven would be in Sacramento. I've been so, so scared to pick somebody because look at what just happened last night with the Bucks and Miami. I would have never picked Miami. I didn't even pick Miami in the play-in. Remember, I picked against them. Mm-hmm. So, I hate to go against Jimmy Butler. He is a threat in the playoffs. But, like, you never know, bro. If it's any time that I feel like a team can beat the Warriors at home, even though they've been winning, I feel like it's this year. Man, I don't know. You could catch them lacking. That, it's so different to play in front of that crowd. and then They have won a lot of games at home, but they have also won a lot of close games at home. I think it's doable. I just don't think you do it when they up 3-2 and they know they can just put you away to the champs. And they have they are the reigning champs. They have been here. As for the Lakers and Grizzlies, though, you're going back to L.A. It's going to be a great game. I hope the Grizzlies win and we take it to 7 to Memphis. Let me just tell you this, Lakers. If y'all win tonight, cool. You got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if y'all lose this game on Friday and game 7 is in Memphis, you can forget it. I still got Memphis winning. I still got Memphis winning this series, y'all. Memphis in seven. That's what I, that's what I always say. Memphis in seven. I feel like Vanderbilt and Schroeder and Austin Reeves and them niggas been hooping like they've been supposed to. But I feel like soon as they... You about your man because he's a former wizard? Nah, Rui. It's hard to watch Rui ball. As a Washington fan, it doesn't matter what sport it is. We have to watch our good players come to our team and be aight. And then they go to another team. And they just end the playoffs. Postseason. We watch Anthony Rendon, Trey Turner, uh, Max Scherzer. We watch all these people for the Nationals go and be great on other teams. We had to watch 
John Wall leave the Wizards. We watching Rui leave the Wizards. We, I can name mad people that's left the Wizards and had great careers. Washington Redskins. I mean, Redskins. Commanders. We didn't pick <laughs> up Chase Young's fifth-year option. I know how this ship is going to sell. He's going to do exactly what Payne did this year. That nigga going to go out there and ball. And the next year, we either pay him big uh-huh. or just lose him. Oh, because y'all didn't pick up Payne's option. He went out there and ball. And, y'all had and that's what I was trying to tell Brad. Brad was like, nah, we already paid Payne, so... You know, we could just pay, what's the name next year? I'm like, but Payne's contract start next year. We pay him, but that shit go into effect next year. You know what I mean? So low key next year, we're going to be starting to pay Payne. <laughs> and we're going to have to pay another DN with no quarterback. Uh-huh. You have to hope to hear how it balls out. But long story, less long, back to basketball. I definitely think that the Grizzlies have something in the tank. Left that left. they could beat the Lakers, but I think they would need the Lakers B players to not be so pivotal. Bro, Vanderbilt, I love Vanderbilt. Just a fucking athletic motherfucker mm-hmm. that just be getting rebounds, putbacks. Nah, yeah. If they have if they have a, a day where like D Lo is yes. on, if those it's be a long night. Are on. Because you know AD is gonna do what AD do. Even when AD was fucking up, the game was close and they still won. So that's true. And look, I think the Grizzlies are good until the Grizzlies be down. And then I realize, okay, so Ja can make a three sometimes. But other than that, he's really just driving and either going to kick it out to Bane. Yeah. Without Ja, you got Bane. And Bane has to have 25 He has to cook. Otherwise, Luke Kennard, uh, Luke Kennard, I'm sorry. He has been quiet this series. He ain't been this lights out three point shooter. This, this series. D- Dylan Brooks haven't even been great on defense. And I think Jaron Jackson is a great defensive big, but he don't make me feel like he's a threat on offense. Yeah. Like a Anthony Davis. Bro, when they get the ball to Anthony Davis, I'm like, fuck, this nigga's about to score. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga's going to score. I don't feel like that way about Jaron Jackson. How did you feel about the, uh, the Dylan Brooks exit? I didn't want to talk about that. I felt like Dylan Brooks... I feel like how everybody feels where it's like, bro, you might have fell on some hard times, but you got to talk and then talk and then talk. Yeah. You can't talk. And then when they shut you up, you legit shut up. Shut up. You got to keep the, the, the trash talk going, you know? I, I definitely feel like if you're going to be the villain, right? And I didn't like how he said he was being painted. Y'all know I'd be, I be kind of watching this shit. And I like Dylan Brooks because he shakes shit up. Yeah. He's not about to come out and say, oh, yeah, he's great. I'm going to come out and say, fuck him. All right, but he can't, be, he can't beat me. Not even than if, me. Even then we know he can beat you. I just like that competitive edge. But he definitely went outside the other night because you can't be the villain and you can't talk, 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 and then Bron go out there and do that, and you don't at least come out and say, just see us next game. We'll be there. Something like that. Yeah. I didn't like that. Nah, yeah. You definitely have to, if you're going to play the villain role, villains lose. Villains take L's and then villains win, you mm-hmm. know? I like, I like, like we talked about earlier, if you're going to take that L, you got to sit in. Yep. Well, we got to give props to the uh, Knicks. Got to give props to the I picked my Cavs. Knicks cleaned them up. Very. Nah. And low-key, we was talking about how every game it just seemed like the Knicks was just busting their ass. They never really seem like a threat to the Knicks. Nope. They beat them one time. One good game they played where uh-huh. we was like, all right. All right, it's over with. And I then, remember stopped watching that third quarter. I was like, all right, this game done with. They beat them last night with Randall going out in the fourth quarter. I mean, in the second quarter. And y'all playing to stay alive. And they, 
they don't have their main guy. Like, that was cray. Nah, yeah. Shout and out uh, to the Knicks. That series coming up, Heat Knicks. Oh, that's going to be that's gonna fun. That's going to be good. The Nuggets also advance. Shout out to the Nuggets. Now we got Nuggets and the Suns advance. So we're looking at the Suns Nuggets. So, yeah, we got – hold on, I can tell you. We got one more game tonight. That's uh, Trey Young and them, which I'm I, – Trey Young, after that last game, made me want him to stay in the playoffs. I know. I want him to stay in the playoffs. Man, Trey Young got some playoff moments already. He does. He's starting to be like a, a little – Playoff dude. And you know what? I love the Celtics. I love that team. I love Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. And I love Derek White. I'm a Derek White fan. Um, but, man, I couldn't help but be like, go ahead and close this one out, Atlanta. And I don't feel like the Boston Celtics are electric. They don't light me up. They just seem like a really great team, like Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a great team, but unless Giannis do some crazy shit, they just seem like such a fundamentally great team. As to where Atlanta seems like, and they got At- shooters Atlanta in Milwaukee. Seems like Memphis to me, where it's like these niggas gonna be electric. Like I feel like Atlanta can just light. I feel like Atlanta can light up. Like Trey Young can light up. Mm-hmm. And they played this last game without uh, Dejounte Murray. Yeah, you see Dejounte. I don't. I don't know what it is about Dejounte Murray. I'm gonna keep it hundred. He's a great. He's a great dude. He's a cool guy. Something about the basketball player. What? That I don't like about DeJounte Murray. You walked up into the ref and you bumped them and they suspended you. Then when y'all went, you talking about y'all cheated, tried to suspend me. Nah, nigga. You walked up to the ref like you can do that. and you got Did you see Jason Tatum did the exact same thing and he didn't get suspended? Man. The exact same thing. And then he yelled at the other ref. J- that don't make Jason Tatum's thing right. Jason Tatum should have got suspended too. We could do that all day. Did you see when he kicked him? Did you see when he kicked him? It okay, was, yeah, but they right, in the same. It, they playing each right. other. It's still like, all right, if you're going to suspend one, you got to suspend the other. Hey, you look. Me. That I get. But DeJounte Murray, I don't know what it is. Ever since the Paolo Banchero thing where he's this young rookie guy, you going all hard on him, you throwing the ball at him. Everybody was like, yo, he's a rookie. But okay, DeJounte, you've been in the league a couple years, but you you're really not ain't that dude. Yet. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming back. DeJounte Murray, you need to come back and now cook. Because really, you should have just came back. But now you're like, oh, yeah, I'm back. Don't go out there and have seven and you three for 15 because they're going to say, man, these days of basketball, these games, these games and this level, playing on this level, it determines how we really look at you. Uh I know you see the rumors about Jason Tatum and people talking about playoff Jason Tatum. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they already saying that he's a regular season guy. This man went all the way to the finals last year, but because he didn't show up, he's already getting the reputa- reputation of, oh, he's just a regular season hoop. And I don't understand that. Because like Giannis was saying. But that's how I feel about your man. Uh, that's how I feel about the Eagles. I think this is a very pivotal, not to change the topic or anything, yeah. but I do think it's a very pivotal season for them. Because now you win that Joe Burrow boat, Jalen Hurts. But Think you about feel it. like that about the Eagles in the same way you feel like that about who? The same way people feel like that about Jason Tatum. Oh, okay. Eagles went to the Super Bowl, yeah. didn't win. This next season is going to say a lot. You See, know what I'm saying? Terrell is different than me. Terrell doesn't look at Jalen Hurts as a big, big reason for the Eagles' success. He looks at Jalen Hurts as a good quarterback who's in a great situation. So that's what makes him elite. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of people think that. I personally feel as though Jalen Hurts is elite, just like Jason. 
just like Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum is elite. I no, just yeah. think but what see. Giannis was talking about is true. Where if you are not winning championships, but you are consistently staying close to it, you look like more of a failure than the people who don't even compete. That's facts. Jason Tatum, you look like more of a failure than some, well, you don't, but people the way people the talk. The way people talk, you would seem as even at like a James Harden. Well, he's never won anything. He's done so much great shit. I just found out the other day that James Harden has went to the playoffs in every year of his career. Yeah. I don't know if that's a fake stat or not. Y'all can correct me, but damn. People will still talk about him like, oh, he haven't done anything. Because he never got that ring. Chris Paul. Because no he ring, never got the ring. And I'm in the same conversation as real bums. But because I even got to the finals, I'm still in a conversation with the bums who they ain't have the 50-point games as me. Cray. Definitely a, a weird thing. So nah, Giannis's yeah. point is, 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 I mean, it is true. You now, know? when it comes to, like, Jalen Hurst just got his payday. Shout out to Jalen Hurst. We never got to talk about it. He got money. I wouldn't have given Jalen Hurst that money until after next year. Yeah. Think about Joe Burrow, right? Joe Burrow goes out. He gets hurt. You have to give Jason Hurst, Jalen Hurst his money but, this year. Nah, but you, this, what you, this is what I think. Jalen Hurst, I'm sorry, Joe Burrow gets hurt. Yeah. He comes back the next season. They go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The next season, everybody like, they ain't even going to be that good. They got lucky. And guess what? Joe Burrow showed that he's for real. Like, he had another great season. Yeah. Now he get ready to get paid. Well, yeah. Jalen Hurts, you literally put together a we about to go win the Super Bowl squad. Like, on some we about to go ahead and add these key defensive pieces at the very end because mm -hmm. we need to secure this W. You don't get that, right? Yeah. This next season is very, very important. But I think you pay Jalen Hurts because this is where we disagree. I firmly believe the Eagles do not go to the Super Bowl with a different quarterback than Jalen Hurts. And I don't think it's because of his play. I think it's because of uh, 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 a combination of his play and just his leadership. I don't think Jalen Hurts shines only in play. I think we have seen – me personally, we saw – a more athletic quarterback, Carson Wentz, get in, and he played worse than a less athletic quarterback, Heineke, and I think it was because he just did not have the leadership or the rally-around-me hat that people have. I think Pat yeah, Mahomes— But that team is way different. You discounting a lot of what was— and this, is, this is also where we disagree. I don't think the Eagles— Terrell was telling me the Eagles, they had the best D-line in, in NFL history. Look it up. I mean, I'm talking and about in terms of— he's talking about in terms of stats. And it's like— Statistically, they were the best. That's not so just something I'll to ask, say. Okay, so I'll ask everybody who listening to this right now. Think about the best defensive line in history that you've seen on teams, right? And statistically, they are not better than that Eagles D-line from Okay, last bet. Year. But, Terrell, so you're talking about st statistics, and but people that, know that you have been on this podcast— and you will sit there and you'll shame a person like Aaron Donald. And they listen to you. I never Terrell shamed has, Aaron Donald. Terrell has put Aaron Donald's uh, accolades down and says, oh, they're using these stats that are. Remember your argument with, with Aaron Donald? It's, oh, they're using QB pressures. And they weren't adding that when LT was playing. So you That's can't a fact. say. The Eagles, are, the Eagles have the most sacks, which they've been doing for 60, 50 years. So that's not the same. I asked Terrell, I said, do you think that Eagles team, that D-line, was the best D-line in NFL history, you yourself? And he said no. And that's because I don't think anybody thought that that 
Eagles D-line was the best D-line we ever seen. It was just really good. It was the 100% and best. statistically, they actually were the best. But I'm just saying, when we played the Eagles, and when everybody played the Eagles, you knew they had a great D-line. Were we all thinking, well, Jason Hur- Jalen Hurts got the best D-line of all time? No, we weren't thinking He's that. Got the, he, that Eagles defense was the best defense of the, of the, if not one of the best defenses in the league. You had the best O-line in the league. You got but the I best receiving. Think, two, number, two number one receivers on the outside, a great tight end, two great running backs. I give respect to the Eagles because you I can't lose. I feel like nobody would have said before the season started that the Eagles had the best defense. I don't think they any, did. I don't think anybody would have said that before the season started that the Eagles were going into the season with the best defense in the league. That is a fucking Pants, lie. No, it's not. Do you remember we talked to Dwayne at the Freak Neat, and we was he we were telling him they picked up this person, that person, that person. They gonna have a dope defense. He said back thing. then we probably won't lose a game. This is my thing because they had an easy schedule. The Eagles did have an easy schedule, but in my opinion, this is just my opinion, and this is me just giving respect to the Eagles. I think the Eagles played well. I think that they had a season where they actually were playing well. I don't think before the season started we were saying that Devontae Smith and uh, A.J. Brown were the best receiver tandem in the NFC. I think they went out there. And I think with the help of Jalen Hurts, I think that three, Hurts, Smith, and fucking Brown, I think they came together and created something special. But you get to say, oh, well, what do you expect when you got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith? Man, when they they signed, weren't cooking the year before. When they signed A.J. Brown and we knew it was going to be together, it was like, oh, yeah, they about to have a dope-ass squad. Yeah, Come on, bro. Y'all, Everybody y'all, put them. Y'all they start at, taking that duo and putting them and saying who. But A.J. Brown, that signing was not the Devontae. He uh, was still a number one receiver. That wasn't the Devontae Adams signing in, in Oakland. That wasn't the Bernard Hopkins signing in, in Bernard, Arizona. Bernard. Not Bernard. <laughs> that wasn't the, Devon, the, the D-Hop signing in Arizona. Yeah, I think people said, oh, that's a solid-ass pickup for the Eagles. It was a solid. Then it, You're it sleeping on A.J. Brown. He was a 1,000-yard receiver before he got but there. But y'all were not looking at him like he was he wasn't Devontae the best Adams. In, Terrence, Devontae Adams the best in the league. Of course not. But he was but still But that's what I'm beat. saying. You're now saying that Jalen Hurts had a – Oh, okay, he had Terrence. two elite receivers. If y'all, he made them elite. If y'all picked up T. Higgins to play opposite Terry and you had – the best O-line in the league. Right. You wouldn't be saying, oh, they got two elite receivers. T. They Higgins. have two elite receivers. But you're not calling T. Higgins an elite receiver now. He it's not is. fair. T. Higgins is still one of the best in the league. A thousand-yard receiver. You put them two together. Terrell, T. Higgins is not one of the best receivers in the fucking league. What the fuck are you Terrence, talking about? T. Higgins is a top 20, top 15 receiver that in the doesn't league. Come mean, on, bro. That doesn't mean. He's one of the, like, T. Higgins is top 15? Yes! Name me 15 niggas better than T. Higgins. Nigga, they got- you have Tyreek Hill, J- uh, Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown, going- Terry McLaurin, uh, Devontae Adams. You got fucking Amon Ross St. Brown is better than that nigga. Terrence. You have... You have uh, you have plenty of receivers. I'm a Ron not better than put next to I'm T. Ron, Higgins. Terrence, I'm a Ron not better than T. Higgins. You got T. Higgins fucked up. No Terrell, all right, you. but this is all I'm saying. Do y'all see how Terrell is trying to? You're doing exactly what the Cowboys fans did with, with Brandon Cooks. Where they're like, oh, we got C.D. Lamb and Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has been solid. Brandon Cooks is mid as fuck. 
Brandon Cooks is as mid as it gets, and I respect the brother. This has nothing to do against him personally. But Terry, it's Brandon. crazy to watch people big up these players that are mid, but because they're on a certain team and are in a certain situation, now we want to say they're elite. But if they was in a different situation, T. Higgins plays for other teams. You're not calling him elite. T. Brandon Cooks is older, but he he has had he has like seven or eight thousand yard seasons. Six thousand he had yard a, season in twenty. He didn't have the best season last year. He got hurt and then came back. But true, a thousand yard season in twenty twenty three doesn't make you elite. It makes you good, but but elite is, is a little bit past a thousand yards. This is the thing. This was about Jalen Hurts. And you're and saying Jalen Hurts had two elite receivers, and that's why I'm like. He had an elite receiving core because you not only had them, you had what? Brent, you uh, had a rookie Devontae Smith who didn't have the best rookie second year. Second year. He didn't have the best rookie year, but he was, it was all right. He wasn't elite. He wasn't this Terrence, elite. Oh, he's elite. He's a top 10 They were saying that he right was now. Butterfingers and all of that coming into this year. Them boys went out there and proved. I mean, hey, look, I'm giving respect to him. He had, I hate when people talk about the Eagles like they were this dominant-ass squad. Devontae no, the fuck they Smith, was not. They was winning games. He, Devontae Smith almost had 1,000 the first season. And then the second season, he ended up having 1,100. He, you He's right. a baller. He, he, his first season, wasn't he won 1,000, y'all. But he basically got 1,200. Basically 1,200 for the second season. But you see, you, you see what you got? All I'm saying is I would have paid Jalen Hurts. After this year, I would. I want to see if the Eagles go. If he take their Eagles team back, it's hard to say you were going to pay a man after the year after he took you to a Super Bowl. You know how this shit goes, Terrell. Joe Burrow didn't Stafford, get paid yet. That's different. Stafford got his money when he took them to a Super Bowl. Burrow, they can't pay you yet. They couldn't pay you yet. You're still young. You still on your rookie. Same thing with Jalen Hurts. They could have waited. Did they give? Did they give Burrow the extension? The rookie no, extension? No. Burrow haven't got his big payday yet. That Burrow check is going to be huge. It should be one, two. I mean, Jalen Hurts, if you're still on the rocks about Jalen Hurts after he took you to a Super Bowl, you going, y'all will start to look like Y'all will start no, to look like not. the Baltimore Ravens. What else does he need to prove to, for y'all to get he money? Got He's a lot good. To prove. He haven't had a 5,000 or 4 a 4,400 yard season yet. He's a he's a great. He's a good QB, but he haven't shown greatness yet, Terrence. It's early, and it's okay. We still have time. You don't have to show greatness to get paid. That's the annoying shit you're saying. You're like he has to have this great. So he just took his team to the fucking Super Bowl. The best but team. You're damn. saying since it was a good, it was the best team in history. This is the crazy thing I'm hearing. I'm not saying it's the best since team. Since it was the best team in history, he doesn't get any credit for his contribution. He had a dope ass. His stat line in the Super Bowl was dope. If they'd have won, he would have been the MVP. Did y'all see? Did y'all watch that Super Bowl? Did you see how he threw in the double coverage? Devontae, uh, um, uh, Devontae Smith had to go up and double coverage and get it. Tom Brady, AJ Brown went up and Tom double coverage. Tom to get Brady it. threw to Julian Edelman and, and double coverage. Uh, Eli Manning threw to David Tyree to catch on his head and double coverage. You're using plays and Who's trying to make more, it seem. Who gets the credit? The fucking Super Bowl. Who gets the credit He's for in those the fucking catches, Super Bowl? It's the David Tyree. Catch. He's in the it's fucking not the Eli Super Bowl. Terrence. Who got the MVP? Terrence, fuck out of here. Who got the MVP? They won. Fuck out of here. Who got the MVP? The person that won. These niggas had the easiest on-paper schedule, the best O-line, best D-line, best secondary, two elite receivers, so great, what Terrell great is backs. basically saying. You can put any good quarterback in that system. Terrell, so what quarterback, what fucking quarterback is good that doesn't have elite receivers and doesn't have a good offense around him? 
What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they don't In order for you best, to be good, they don't you have, have the to best. have somebody. That shit is annoying as fuck. Yeah, but you don't have the like, best defense in the league. if he has a trash-ass team best around The best offensive him. line in the league. The best. You don't have all these best chances. Come on, keep That's it a buck about that. You're not keeping a buck about the that. Eagles Eagles niggas say that the Eagles have the best defense, best offensive line, best receivers, two elite running backs. When? Terrence, I'm not. No when? Problem. They had the best O-line, best defense in the league. This shit makes That's no secondary. sense to me. No, the you fuck had an elite not. receiving core. Not the best because you had a, 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 a couple other receiving cores. The niggas are fucking core. scrubs. Terrence, all I'm saying is don't you think we should And we see... watched them niggas on Monday night. Terrence. Because they're scrubs. Terrence. Don't best you, ever? Don't you think we should have seen one more year now that all of the elite pieces that you couldn't pay aren't there? Don't you think we should see one more year this is where before I, in my opinion, you make this person the highest paid player So let's in say history. Jalen Hurts goes out there and gets injured this year, right? And now you're back on the chopping block. You got to understand who you're talking to, Terrell. The QB market, there are not a bunch of Jalen Hurts out there. For some reason, these NFL franchises be acting like you could just go get anybody. I have sat and been a fan of this team for 20-plus years, Terrell, we yeah, have never had, it is, we have never had just a guy that we could say, you know what, let's just roll with him and build around him. Eagles, y'all just learned that if you build around this fucking guy, he can get you to a fucking Super Bowl. If you don't pay him now and he gets injured next year, you mean to tell me you didn't see enough to make this guy your guy? What more do you need to see? You, you didn't walk away with a trophy. You didn't. Y'all got there, but you did not win. It's not like you lost something that. And you're I don't think it you seem like Hurts is this mediocre quarterback that rolled the coattails of the team. But That's Terrence, crazy. you don't lose Jalen if you don't pay him this year. I would have paid him next year, and you'd have been completely fine. Look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's waiting on a payday next year too. I just don't like you saying that he still has stuff to prove. He I does. I mean, there's a lot more to prove. He's still early. Every quarterback has something to prove, but, but to me. I think he proved enough. Kyler Murray got his got money. You know what I'm saying? Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray got, been Mur in the got money. And, and you say he been in the league. He haven't done shit. He been in the but league. But he's the best option that they got, so he deserved to get paid. Kyler Murray is still. He's not better than Hurts. I wouldn't say that right now, no. Kyler Murray but, is not. I would take Jalen Hurts over Kyler Murray in a flash. I would right now. I would. But he got his money. But after this year, he has to show something, though. You got to show that you steal that person. People are saying the same thing about Joe Burrow. I'll give you that. All I'm saying, he all does I'm saying. have to show something, but I you think can. he should still get his money. You, he gets hurt the first year. I'm sorry, the first year, yeah, he got hurt. Um, this year that you, the, the year that, the year before this year, they took you out at the end of the playoff game because they knew y'all wasn't going to win. They put the other white boy in. That was fucked up. That was that was right. Peterson losing his job right. on purpose. Your first full real season where y'all did great. You did great. You didn't have the best quarterback year, but y'all did great. I'm just saying to give it one more year. That's all. I'm just saying one more. I felt like he had such a great year last year that he earned his money. I don't think that we watched Jalen Hurts get lucky all year. I think we watched Jalen Hurts fucking dominate all year. The easiest he schedule is the in the league. <laughs> the fucking easiest schedule in the league. Do y'all see how low? And that's not me saying that. That's you on paper. Can't say easiest. You can't. Y'all dominating the Texans. He, they have the easiest schedule in the league. They have the best team in the league. But the best team in the league, it has nothing to do with Jalen Hurts being a part of the team. I'm not Jalen Hurts that. is just luckily a part of the best team in NFL history. So all of his success from last year, well, look, what do you expect when you're playing easy teams and you have the best team ever? 
So nobody said they were the best team ever. I need to have a better, a harder schedule and a worse team, but play better last year to earn my money. I'm not saying that. I'm saying give it one more year when you don't have the. So what if he doesn't have a better year this year than last year? He still don't deserve his money. Y'all still thinking about it? That's this is. I've watched my franchise do that. If, if I've watched my franchise fumble the bag with Kirk Cousins, and now he's balling out in Minnesota. He was great in our system. He knew our system. We could have built around him like the Vikings did, and at least we'd be playing in the playoffs. But Terrence. since we want to do this one more year franchise tag bullshit, we scared ourselves out of it. And guess what? We're going out there next year with Jacoby Brissett. Terrence, that's y'all bum ass franchise that don't know how to draft. Y'all suck. Fuck out of here. I'm speaking on my experience, and you're talking about Jalen Hurts like he's not great. When you haven't had a quarterback in 20 fucking years, and you got somebody that's that decent, man, Jalen you build Hurts. around him. Jalen Hurts is great. All I'm saying is I wouldn't have paid him until 22 after the TDs year. last year? 3,800 yards almost? 3,800 yards. Yeah, guess who did better than you? Jared Goff. Who gives a fuck? Did he go to the that's Super Bowl? Jared, that's Jared, did he go to the that's Super Jared Goff numbers. And what? And what his and Jared Goff actually For the rushing yards. He had For the rushing yards. He had a thousand. A thousand rushing yards? That's not look, they don't give Lamar the, they don't give Lamar that stat. Terrell, is Lamar in the Super Bowl? Oh my god, a Super Bowl is not a QB stat, it's a team stat. What's the number one thing? And they the easiest schedule in the league. The best fucking O-line is not a QB stat. What the fuck did they, they keep say doing about Lamar Jackson? What the fuck did they say about Lamar Jackson? What's his biggest? He had nobody. Lamar Terrell. Jackson did that exactly. with nobody. Exactly. And what they saying about him? They saying he don't deserve his money, but he doesn't have anybody. So you saying Jalen Hurst need to go out there with nobody and be good. But when you go out there and you're good with nobody, they say, well, he don't have nobody. And he ain't winning playoff games. Listen so to what look, you just said. You just said. Lamar Jackson's biggest gripe is he don't win playoff games. That's why they don't want to pay him. He doesn't have anybody. They don't want to pay him. Jalen Hurts goes out there and wins with people. Oh, well, you had these people and you had an easy schedule. So they still don't want to pay him. What the fuck? Man. Give these men their money. All I was saying is give oh, it another year. Let us pay him. Let us pay Lamar. Let us pay Lamar. Let us pay Jalen. We have player. But look, do y'all have the best O-line in the league? No, he'll get sacked 12, 13 times a game because I got fucking Charles Leno Jr. out there getting mixed. Work on your line. We could do that if we pay him and then we build around him. Jacoby could win for y'all if y'all put some money into that line. What y'all did this year? Y'all put some oh Y'all put money in that line. God. But Terrence, hearing people say Y'all didn't believe in Kirk because Kirk had no time to throw. He leaves and goes and gets time to throw, and he's the man in Minnesota. Come on. That's because instead of us paying Kirk, we franchise tagged him for four straight fucking years and didn't have the money to protect him because we were still wor worried about Kirk. This is my thing. You, lie in, you lock in your guy, and I feel like you can build around him. It's crazy to hear you saying, oh, well, you know, what'd you just say out your mouth just now? What'd you just say? What'd you just say? Kirk? Before that. Oh, y'all got Charles Leno, Leno Jersey out there. Charles Leno Jr. My thing is this. I think if you got a quarterback that's good, that's decent. You pay him. We have signed defensive linemen after, after fucking linebacker, after all of this bullshit trying to build this team, and now we have a solid-ass squad, but we can't go nowhere because we got Jacoby Brissett. This motherfucker said Just Jacoby Brissett can go out there and win for y'all if you please get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? I you think so Sam Howell can do it? They said... Carson Wentz can go out there and win. Oh, Heineke can win. Fitzpatrick can win. Jacoby can get out there and win. Washington fans, 
are you not just so fucking exhausted of hearing about what these fucking mediocre guys who don't win anywhere else, oh, but they can come to Washington and win? It's because y'all stupid ass have never invested into the line until y'all just got Eric Bieniemy, who he is invested in the line. Exactly. And that's exactly why we look at Jacoby Brissett. I told, you, I told my, my, my guy in the gym, just go out there and lose. Why the fuck are y'all going to go out there and try to compete? He said, you know what? Jacoby's going to compete. We don't need him to compete. Lose. So we can get the lottery. Well, not the lottery, but you know. Do you know what we have in the draft this year tonight, y'all? It's Thursday night. Guess what? Y'all what? We are the fucking 16th pick. And we had a horrible season last year. That's a good pick. Guess who picks before us? Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) That's because of trades and shit. Still. (laughs) Lose. We don't have any picks. Speaking of the NFL draft, we go out there and get our fans so hyped up. We go, look, we go out there and we go four and seven. Then we want to be five and seven. I was well, six and seven, and then we're seven and seven. Ron Rivera's like, oh, yeah, guys are fighting back. Guys are fighting back. And then we're eight and seven. Then we're eight and eight. And then we're eight and nine. And then, then we're eight and ten and seasons over. Eight and nine. <laughs> and now we got the 21st pick in the draft. <laughs> Free safety. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I can't wait to see who y'all take tonight. Uh, I can't wait to see who y'all take. Who we don't pick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Seahawks were picking out. This is going to be a rough night for Russ because they're going to say, oh, yeah, the draft is tonight. But, you know, we don't got any picks because. Uh-huh. All right. Let's get on that I play. I think we Come actually on. have the last pick in the first round. Man, we've been hit. We've been rapping like shit on sports. Hey, look. Shout out to the people that rock with us all the way through the sports. We was a long wind, a little long winded on the sports. Nah, for real. It's easy. Today. It's easy. We could do a sports podcast like that because you can argue about the same thing for an hour. Now, nah, we could be skipping Shannon for sure. The Cowboys. <laughs> Versus, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> we could definitely be skipping Shannon. We sure could. Who you think about? What you think about this uh, Lomachenko Haney fight? With oh, the- I'm definitely rooting for. Haney. I want Dev Haney to win. I think Lomachenko lost his last fight to that to that dude. Mm-hmm. I want Haney to win because I want to see Haney in in Tank. I want to see uh, Shakur Stevenson. Tank. I think Tank. I think Tank could beat Shakur Stevenson. I want to see Dev fight a world fight for a world title. And I think if he fights Haney or Lomachenko, this is that's the bout we want to see. I think I think Stevenson is another Garcia where we just want to see it. Man, Stevenson I wanna, is a beast. Man, I want to see him fight Haney. I'm sick of motherfuckers saying Tank haven't fought nobody. He's scared to fight somebody. Man, fight Haney and Lomachenko, and then we'll get the well, we can get the Stevenson. Fuck that nigga. That nigga's trying to use me. And this is another nigga trying to use me. To big him up. Ryan Garcia just used Tank for real, for real, to big himself up. You yo, Tank, that? yo, Tank, yo, Tank, we, we gonna get that fight. You, 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 you made it happen. But we wanna, I'm sick, look, because this is what we see it now. Tank beat Ryan Garcia, and they were like, Ryan Garcia was no match for Tank, and he need more, a better opponent. But we watched y'all say Tank didn't fight nobody, and he was scared to fight somebody, i.e. Ryan Garcia. So now, I wanna see Tank beat Haney. I want to see Tank beat Lomachenko so y'all will know that Tank is nothing to play with. Because I feel like even after this Ryan Garcia fight, still no respect? Fuck is going on? But in the Lomachenko-Haney fight, I'm going Dev Haney. I would like to see Dev Haney win that Didn't fight. Didn't he just lose India Rose? He just lost India Love. Oh, I'm beating this nigga's ass. India Rose. Oh, India Love. This nigga made a hybrid baddie. <laughs> <laughs> India Rose sound like a baddie, don't she? It sound like Ruby and India Mix. 
Man, we out of here, dog. Oh, you talking about Ruby? You talking about Ruby? This nigga act like he know all the video vixens. You a sick nigga if you know all of the video vixens. You know you be with a nigga, they be like, oh, that's Anna Montana. Oh, that's, oh, that's Sage Love. You Anna like, Montana. how you know all these motherfuckers? You remember Anna Montana? She was popping on the ground for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to know all of the videos. I'm about to say, you see what type of retired nigga he is? He still know all of them. I used to know all of them, man. I used to know all of the uh, all of the porn stars and everything. It's funny you talk to niggas about porn on the TL. They get in their bag. Nah, people yeah. are still responding to that tweet that I had a long time ago about um, Jasmine Cashman. <laughs> all right, y'all. This is a podcast that has gone on too long. 149. We 150 episodes next week. Yes, sir. Anything you gotta say? Nothing else, man. You got it rocking? Mm-hmm. Turn up, man. Shout out to y'all. Happy Friday. Let's lock in. 149? That means something. Yes, sir. Next time.